Live from Disney's Carousel of Progress. It's your Malakin Chief. Chief Woo Woo. Fish Sean Woo. And I want to know who's going to be going. I want to know who's going to win the melee at Mission Space. The combat at the Carousel of Progress. The throwdown at Test Track. The epic battle at Epcot. The fight during food and wine this fall. The skirmish at Space Mountain. Woo! The dog fight at Dumbo. This theater is spinning, brother. The war on I-4, the ride at the rock and roller coaster, the joust. Yes, the joust at the journey into your imagination. The brawl at Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. The altercation at Astro Orbiter. The clash at the Country Bear Jamboree. Shall I continue, brother? That epic race between Malkin Nation's very own Josh, 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 Joshua versus everybody's favorite travel agent, Lunatic Lee. Going down soon, going down this fall, and only heard on the Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli. Yes, that's Eli moving up to number three. And of course, Lee. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. Roll them, guys. Fish on Woo out. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Hey everybody, how you doing? To a, welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And of course with us we have is Mr. Lee Lastavica of Lastavica Travel. How you doing, Lee? What's up, guys? Cool. The price is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, what up? I don't, even, I don't uh, even know if we should include that, but I thought I'd just throw it out there. You wanted to just let that out? Been, I don't know why it just it just came out of my. Have you mouth. kept that you bottle know? up for the past four days or something. For those wanna... of y'all who seem to think that the the, the the bad humor comes all on this end of the table, <laughs> you just got a good uh, help. We're equal opportunity offenders. Yeah, that's right. The, the, the technology has allowed us to uh, allow you know bad humor to come from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we have the Mister Birthday Boy himself. How you doing, Eli? Hey, hey! Happy birthday, sir! 
Ah, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. Welcome to 40. Welcome, welcome to the, the land hill. of the 40. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. How's it feel? Uh, Pretty good. Uh, I'm going to probably yep. change my um Facebook profile picture to uh, Estelle Getty. Oh, really? <laughs> on out. All right. Oh. <laughs> you, you You can... What was that? I think it was Lee's ride. <laughs> is, your, is your mom there to pick you up from the mall? <laughs> so how's everybody doing tonight? Everybody doing well? Yes, doing very well. And look, hey, look, when you get to be 40, you, you're not old. You're distinguished. Distinguished. I yeah, like that. That's right. Yeah, distinguished we, is good. I like that. 70 is old. 40 is you're class. Yeah. yeah. You're a classic attraction. All right. So uh, anyway, uh, let's just take care of some business and jump right into it. So... All right, so today on, on today's show, we've got guest services stuff that we're going to cover. Uh, but today, we're going to introduce a new segment, more or less. It's kind of along the lines of another segment we did earlier called Park It, but this time, we're calling it Plus It. Uh, I'll, we'll go into more detail about what this entails, but we're going to plus the Magic Kingdom, guys, land by land. Uh, we're going to take what's existing and make it better. And when what Walt would say, just plussing something, making it better, enhancing it, upgrading it, however you want to term it. But for Walt... It was called plussing it, y'all. So that's what we're covering in today's hub. So on that note, enough of the jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. You may have missed this uh, because it came and went so fast, but there is a new dining option, character dining option, in Disney's Hollywood studio. It's Minnie's Holiday Dine at Hollywood and Vine. Now, uh, what this is going to be, if you're not familiar... Hollywood and Vine currently has uh, the Disney Junior guys, uh, Jake and uh, the Neverland Pirates, Princess Sophia, Doc McStuffins, all those guys um, for breakfast and for lunch characters, but they don't have characters at dinner. Well, um, for a limited time, they're going to actually have, this is a Christmas thing, they're going to have Mickey and Minnie and, and friends for a holiday-themed character dining. So this is pretty cool. Um, and if you didn't know about it, it probably is because it came, you know, it got booked like immediately. Uh, <laughs> we literally found out about it last night. Well, uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be gone. But we found about it on Wednesday night, and we were able to book it Thursday morning. So um, if I was your travel agent and I would have booked your trip, you would have it right now because I did get every one of my clients booked for this uh, reservation in November and December. So, uh, but basically, uh, from November 7th through January 3rd, Hollywood and Vine could be the happiest place for mirth. <laughs> Celebrate the season with a gloriously festive dining experience and a rare chance to see Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy all together in an all-new holiday, in all-new holiday finery. Making merry with you and your guests. Get hugs and photos with your happy hosts and wonder as you wander through the dazzling decor, heartwarming music, and holiday-themed food and activities followed afterwards by a special vip seating for phantasmic so it's basically all the um uh you know the, the regular hollywood and vine food but you're going to have mickey and minnie and friends along um and they're going to be dressed in their christmas attire i do believe goofy is going to be dressed as santa claus i read that somewhere as well so a lot of cool stuff and you can also again get that uh, special seating for hollywood and vine Nice. So, Very good. Yeah, that uh, sounds interesting. Another nice. uh, character option for you guys that are looking for it. So it's going to be November 7th through January the 3rd they're going to be doing this, right? 
Correct. Yeah, I mean, we can't, obviously they can't do it after Christmas because it's a Christmas-themed right. uh, party, but it would be interesting to see if they continue some kind of character dining in Hollywood and Vine for dinner. Nice. And it's like fifty-two ninety-nine for adults and thirty-one ninety-nine for children? Correct. Uh, if you're on the dining plan, it's only one one table service credit. Even better. Uh, so it's you know basic, just a basic meal like every other meal, uh, like most of the meals in the, in the uh, Hollywood and Vine. On the dining plan. So it's a pretty okay. good value what you yeah. get. And it, again, you got the you got that Hollywood and Vine uh, atmosphere, and you get the uh, the seating for Fantasmic as well. Now you can also book it without Fantasmic, but I don't. I mean, I guess if there's nothing left, that's cool, but. If you can get it with Fanta- with the special seating for Fantasmic, why not do it? Well, I mean, there's no extra cost. But to get like the Fab Five in holiday attire for one dining credit, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, th- I thought so. Um, and you know, I, like I said, I booked every single one of my November and December clients. I got up in the morning and set the alarm for 4:30 a.m. and mm-hmm. we got them all booked up. And uh, everyone was real happy with it. I didn't have one person not want it. So, and I can tell you that by the end of the day, that. These reservations were gone. Oh, God. So, I'm you know, sure. So, you know, now, th- by the time you're hearing this, there may have been some people that, you know, booked it and decided to cancel it and things like that. So I'm not saying you can't find anything, but it looks like it's going to be very, very popular. Well, that's why you want a travel agent is because when news like this hits, you're the first one to know about it. And you can send out an email right away. Hey, guys, if you want this, hurry up because this is going to go fast. As fast yeah. as lightning. As fast as lightning. <laughs> hey, no well, one. Technically, no one never I'll said. I'll tell you how fast I was. I didn't even ask him. <laughs> I just, I just booked it because I was like, "Hey, I know you're gonna want it, and if you don't, I'll just cancel it. It's no problem." He takes initiative, man. Look at that. That's right. Trash That's, right. Trash right. That's right. So if so. you wanna, if they wanna book with you, Lee, just kind of a quick little brief thing on how they can get in touch with you. Uh, email me at lee at magicrway.com, or you can call me directly at eight three two five seven zero five four nine zero. You can also check me out on Facebook at facebook.com slash travel, L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. All right, guys, today's topic on the hub, we are plussing it in a segment called Plus It. <laughs> plus It. Yes. Plus It. Yes, Plus It. Nice and simple. You remember, it kind of sounds like our previous segment we came up with called Park It, which we're going to revisit a bunch of times. But this one's Plus It. It's a little bit different in that we're not really taking things that don't really have representation like we do in Park It, but we're taking things that are existing and making it better. As, like I said in the intro, using Walt's terms to plus something. You know, he used to tell that to his Imagineers when he wanted uh, to get something better. Um, so for us, we're going to go park by park. But not today. We're going to do one park particularly today, uh, that being the Magic Kingdom. And we're going to have about three different stipulations that we're going to plus it. And this all deals with existing properties that are there right now. And we're dealing with the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World. And a couple of rules we have laid down for ourselves is that you have to find one thing in each land and make it better. Uh, the parameters that we have are to find one thing in each land and fix it and keep it within reason. And that makes sense to the area that are plussing. So... It's uh, different than park it to where it's just blue sky and we're just going to throw it there and plop it in. You know, it's not like SimCity where you destroy a block, plop in a building and boom, there you go. Mm-hmm. We got to work, kind of be like the Imagineers. You know, we're thinking, OK, there's an existing structure. Can we do something different with it um, and fit a different kind of attraction in there? Something that makes sense, you know, um, financially, everything else like they would do. 
Using maybe the exact same ride system. Yeah, exact same ride system. Slightly altering the concept. Exactly, exactly. Or, you know, um, we're also going to, oh, let me tell you the third rule. It says, uh, we have one wild card, which is to be able to destroy or tear down anything and rebuild something completely different. So that could mean something like, take for instance the whole Snow White and Seven Dwarfs story, okay? They had Scary Adventures of Snow White. And then they cut, they closed that attraction. They didn't close down the building, but they opened up another thing within that whole story universe uh, called the Seven Dwarves Mind Train. So they built something completely different, you know. So something like that to where you know you just completely just demolish something and rebuilding almost blue skyish, kind of like Park It, but within these certain parameters. So uh, did, did I kind of get that uh, the rules of this little uh, exercise that we're doing tonight? Yeah, I mean, or, actually, essentially, we're gonna figure. It out. I don't, I don't. I'm kind of curious to see how each of us have taken it because. Yeah, I'm sure we probably have taken it in a different way than one another has construed it because it was kind of a wide open. We actually talked about it like three or four different times to try to really understand it. You would think this would be an easy one, just plus an existing attraction in each land in the Magic Kingdom. But actually, there were some complications in doing it. So um, we had to work out, as you put it, the parameters of it. So uh, I think you've, you've done a good job explaining this. Okay, good. Yeah, and this is the first time we're putting this together, so we're yes. gonna, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun to kind of brainstorm and figure out each little land here. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to go in order from land by land, uh, counterclockwise, clockwise, or, well, I don't know, what do you think? I like that. Let's go land by land. Okay. Yeah, we, should, yeah. we should all speak on what we would do in that land. Yeah, before you take over and just blow us all away, uh, Kevin. This one, yeah, I, I can Kevin goes last. No, no, this one I can guarantee you I'm not going to dominate. I think one of you guys is going to take it because it's just like, this one This one is kind of harder for me than the other one. I don't Ke- know why. Yeah, you're so humble about it, Kevin. But Kevin is setting expectations low so when he like, you right. know, knocks us out of the water. He's so, like, oh, really? That was that awesome? I didn't yeah. know. Really? 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 I, I, really, really I had no time to work on <laughs> yeah. this. I really, I used half my brain. <laughs> yeah, I blinked and that's what I wrote. Yeah. That, that's it. Okay. I, I wish that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to do this little exercise land by land. As if we're traveling through it, and I'm assuming uh, clockwise is fine. We'll go start with Adventureland and make a work our way around. Oh, that's my weakest one. Oh, is that your weakest one? You yeah, no, no, no. Let's get that out get of the that way. Out the way. I'm, doing, okay. I'm taking the page out of your book. I'm setting them up for disappointment right now. Okay, that's good. That's okay. good. That's good. All right, so here we are. We're going through. We're passing by Crystal Palace. And we're going through, we're hearing the drums in the distance. I wish I had some of my bongo drums now that you mentioned it. <laughs> and uh, we're heading into Ventureland, man. So here we are within the mist. We're seeing a tree on our left and egg rolls on our right. So here we go. Adventureland, guys, what you got? This one was kind of was kind of hard, but uh, the way I figured it was uh, I didn't want to touch any of the existing uh, exciting rides mm-hmm. and stuff. So I figured... Uh, I would go for the the treehouse, the Swiss Family Robertson Family Treehouse. Well, you got some balls, dude. I know. That That's one? the yeah. one thing I'm like, I ain't. T- How many trees can you base an attraction yeah. off? Of? There's not a lot of. <laughs> there's not a huge library of Disney trees. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I did some research and like you know everybody pretty much was like, look, you got to go on it once. And then you just don't have to go on again. I remember you actually telling me that when we oh, went. Yeah. And so I, I thought about it and I was like, see, okay, that one needs help. Because you, know, you want to yes. have something where you want to go back on it. Now, the thing that was tough for me was I had to kind of dial it down from my from the parking one with the Incredibles and the treadmill and running. I was like, okay, I'm yep. gonna I'm gonna dial it down some. Right. So I figured, um, do it like HGTV, the Home and Garden TV stuff. So kind of revamp the house. It still stays as a treehouse. 
still keep the theme of it being, you know, islandy. Yeah. For lack of a better word. So to plus it, uh, I, I figure, you know, you keep uh the the walk, the walkways or the the ladders or whatever you call it, like, you know, while you're going in, in and out through the tree. But when you get to sections of the tree that's like the house, make it a house that people want to hang out in. Right? A more relaxing abode. Yeah. So, okay. So check it's it like out. It's like a tree house of the future. Well, it's <laughs> like air a, conditioning up there. Yeah. <laughs> and an elevator yeah. and an elevator. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Check this out. So they like, do it. So you do it like kind of like, you know, like Gilligan's Island where, you know, they would make modernized stuff, uh-huh. but it would just look like out of bamboo uh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It would. So you just kind of keep that overall theme, you know, going with it. So uh, it's like an Xbox made out of lava. Something, yeah, like coconuts. <laughs> coconuts, it's always yeah. got to be coconuts. Everything's made out of coconuts. And you ionize, ionize the milk yeah. of the coconut. And, <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah, the professor was pretty good. Yeah. So you also okay. So like uh, you have like the dining area that they they have there, right? Uh-huh. But nobody really eats there. There's nothing that's really made for you to eat anything there. Are you mm-hmm. putting so, a restaurant up there? Not a. Well, not a restaurant per se, but like, yeah, like a little small dining area where there's somebody that's in the uh, outfit. And I figured there's only one place there that serves Dole Whips. Why not two? (laughs) Right? Well, I will tell you this. You could hike your extension cord, and then you deserve a Dole Whip after that. Yeah, right, right. So like if you can make it to the top of this tree, you could get a Dole Whip. See, I knew when I said Dole Whip. I knew a man Lee was going to jump on yeah, that. Somebody was going to perk up. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, you have the dining area. You can have the door whips there. While you're there, you can have, a like, a big screen TV, have it uh, wrapped <laughs> around where, like, it's got trees and leaves and stuff, you know, with Wi-Fi, Internet, and everything like that. You know, in other words, just an area that people want to pass through it. They want to hang out there. Yeah. You know, uh, have some bathrooms in there. You know, if you go on in. <laughs> I mean, it could be just a hole in okay. the floor. Now, hold on. Can what? I- let me ask what? this. What's well, wrong in my, with that? In mind, so you're talking about how, like, okay, well, you know, it's going to have, like, uh, bamboo this and coconut that. So right now, I'm imagining, like, a urinal, and then, like, <laughs> it spins the coconuts around like a water wheel, and it just trickles down the tree like, <laughs> to, through this coconuts and then and down this bamboo pipe. Well, don't forget, the, the it's a big it's a big tree that the actual house is in, so you could totally just drill a hole, like, you know, through there, and that's actually good for the ground. You know, like, you get all of that kind of in there, you know, decomposing Going and all through that. the stuff. trees, vascular. So you, yeah, so you actually add and... back to nature. You know, let's, let's keep it, you know, keep it what it is right there. So I, I'm envisioning a bunch of people pissing into a tree. <laughs> pissing in trees. <laughs> Like How many a- people don't piss in trees anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thank you. Well, you I know. got a second reason never to go to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay. And then and the, last- the big screen TV, huh? Yeah, you know, there's like. So a- this, we're doing away with the whole Swiss Family Robinson well, this- element of it, right? Well, this is like the meet the Swiss Family Robinson's tree house, where it's in the future. Meet the Robinsons. Meet Swiss, the Robinsons. Swiss family Tomorrowland. <laughs> well, it's more yeah. like, yeah, meet, meet, the, meet the people that realized nobody wanted to show up to their house when you came to Disney World. And they were like, hey, we want you to be our guest, too. We want you to hang out there. So, yeah. I mean, now, again, it's not like I went, I don't think I went crazy overboard. I just think I just kind of 
added stuff that people could be like, ah, this is going on. Because if you're just walking through it, that's the thing. Like, okay. Yeah, you don't want them to walk through it. You want them to linger. Yeah, exactly. So okay. you can be like, oh, Hang man. for a spell, yeah. Yeah, we hung out there, and then we went to the place, the dining area. We got a door whip. I got mm-hmm. to see what the you know football score was. Mm-hmm. You know, um, You're going to need a bigger tree. Probably. <laughs> I think so. Now, the last one. But it still has a good amount of area around it because that was part of the criteria too, right? Like you were like, you told me you couldn't add so much to it that. No, you it, could add like you, you could widen the path. Yeah, but real like something you said like where it wouldn't go into like another attraction. Like that has a lot of land around it. Am I right? Well, I but, mean, it, it's, it's got the base of a tree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like it, 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 it spreads out as you go higher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, I don't know that you can really make use of the existing land around it as well. I mean, granted, I mean, this is an attraction I've been on maybe twice, so I'm not exactly an expert on it. Right, but um, see, you just said four times that it had a big screen TV in there. I'm just saying. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I, I ain't climbing <laughs> no stairs to watch TV. Ah, okay. This brings me to my last one, and then I'll I, I let it go. I also read that it's not handicap accessible. Okay. Uh. <laughs> right? So, I the last thing is you have like um like um you have like two cast members, let's say. Uh-huh. And you have one kind of like in the tree kind of at the top and then one on the ground at the bottom. Mhm. And then like what they do is is they act Don't like Don't tell me you put a wheelchair on a pulley. <laughs> Close. <laughs> <laughs> Like a treadmill, not a wheelchair though, but like a big, <laughs> like a big box, kind of like an elevator that doesn't go straight up and down, but more like you know on a slant, like a basket. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just something where somebody can get onto it, and then like they act like you know if you're trying to go to the top, the guy acts like he's pulling it, and but it's just you know it just kind of wheels itself up there, so anybody could be able to see it or if you're too tired after you've done all that climbing or you're too relaxed and you could just go just go right down the thing and there you go so you're taking away the stairs it's all ramps well you can have the stairs but if somebody can't get up there why deprive them of the privilege to see the tree yeah but there's several different levels of the tree so you have to have a pulley to each level well, or a zip line, maybe. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, hook, the, hook the wheelchair to a zip line and shove them well, off. Well, I'm just saying, like, they have, like, a little box or something, you know, and they get in there, and then, yeah, they just say, poof, and, you know, one guy's at the top, he kind of pulls it, so it looks like, you know, it's still old school islandy or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And it still has like that kind of <laughs> attraction to it. But I just figured, yeah, at least somebody that, you know, is in a wheelchair or something, you know, I mean, they nice. should at least be able to to get in there and see it. You look, know? Look, so how would you theme it then? So would it wouldn't be Swiss Family Robinson to be something else? Like would it be like Ludwig von Drake has built the ultimate <laughs> treehouse for yeah. your enjoyment? Yeah, Doctor Bunsen Honeydews. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, there you go. The mon- the Muppets, uh, Doctor Bunsen Honeydew and uh, Beaker have have yeah. revamped, upgrade, yeah, have upgraded. You know, came out to help out. You All know. Right. There you so, go. Yeah. I like it. I will tell you, funny enough, I chose the same attraction. You chose a tree as well? Get out of yeah. here. Look at that. Look yeah, at these two. That's some brave people. This is like, I looked at it and I, I, I looked at it and I thought it over and I was like, this is, this is a loser. I can't come up with anything for this. This is, this is, there's nothing positive can possibly come out of going down this road, but y'all, y'all are brave. Let me hear it. So we actually have two options uh, for this attraction. The first is a simple one. 
uh, and s simply because Swiss Family has been around for so long, uh, just to change it up a bit, we're going to use Sherwood Forest in the Robin Hood characters. I I've always liked that movie, uh, uh, that uh, that uh, that film, and uh, I thought that you know they're very, those characters are definitely underutilized in the parks. Mm -hmm. um, sure, we could have some kind of meet and greet with them as well, either inside the tree, maybe at each level. There's a different character you can meet, or something of that nature. Now we also could though get a little crazy and we'll do Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Well, Mickey and the Beanstalk, technically, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I'm envisioning maybe taking the tree higher, like as high as the castle or as high as is humanly possible without the airplanes hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, then now, you, do you, you have gotta, an elevator too? Yeah. Then you've got a, now you've got an opportunity to maybe add an elevator in there that'll stop at different levels and things like that. And then, um, you know, you can um, you you can have uh, you know different stops in the elevator. You can do like um, with since since the theming is uh, Mickey again uh, and the Beanstalk. You know, you're going to have different parts of the story as the story progresses. Maybe you know as you go up each level, it tells the story of Mickey and the Beanstalk until you get to the very top mm. where the giant is things like that so that's cool uh, that it's basically cool. it's kind of retheming but also redoing at the same time awesome yeah i like the jack and the beanstalk thing that's i do cool. too i like that angle because mm -hmm. i like that cartoon i, I forgot mm -hmm. about that and i do like nice. robin hood as well yeah yeah robin hood would be cool and you get to be characters there so every kid will love that you know i like that uh i guess me <laughs> sure all right so i'll go for it this is what <laughs> i got um i'm using my one little card i guess to demolish something because i'm thinking infrastructure here and I'm thinking infrastructure because, um, you know, every time I like on the, I usually visit when it's busy, you know, and navigating yourself through Adventureland as if you're like going to pirates or whatever else. Mm -hmm. When you get around like the magic carpets, you know, it's it gets really congested because to one direction, if you go to if like you're coming from the hub and you know, one direction to your left as you pass the Jungle Cruise, you know, you go off into the Pirates of the Caribbean. You got people coming in through there. You got people coming in from Frontierland. You also have people coming in through Frontierland in that same area off to your right, if you're looking to your right as you're coming from the hub. So that's like a major like traffic point kind of a thing. So mm -hmm. uh, I kind of want to ease traffic restraints. And, you know, I guess I'd have to remove the magic carpets of Aladdin. Okay. Ideally, what I'd like to do is move it to where the tree is and get rid of the tree, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Everyone thought of the tree. <laughs> yeah, I just get rid of the tree kind of a thing. Um, but, you know, if I can't do that, then I just have to sit there and just let it uh, um, just just demolish it, say bye-bye to it, and open it back up again. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, what you could do is, you know, it becomes like a busy Casbah Square. I'm, I'm envisioning like Indiana Jones mm -hmm. kind of a thing in that scene where he's chasing, the, you know, they got Marion in the baskets and stuff, and he's chasing right, them right. through. So I'm thinking like, you know, like they have like the Wild West stunt shows in Frontierland, you know, every now and then they'll do that. When it's not mm. too crowded, you could kind of do the same kind of thing in Adventureland. You know, it's like a big open square now. Uh, traffic flows pretty easily. Uh, but now you have opportunities to have even more like uh, streetmosphere characters 
entertain. Like maybe you do run into Indiana Jones and stuff and they start doing like a little thing in the center of the square. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you have, I, I don't know, uh, like Aladdin being chased through the Casbah kind of a scene, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. You know, I think that'd be kind of that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I'm, you know, that'd be, that's what you could do with that big open space. It used to be an open space before, but, you know, I just just going through there I, I, like on busy days, I, it gets really, really congested. And people that have gone there on busy days know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I love the carpets, but it's like, you know, for, just for the sake of this exercise, that's what I would have to do is think of infrastructure, make everything free flowing because, you know, everybody's rushing to pirates now. And kind of stuff, you know, there's like a big line and all this kind of business. And, um, you know, Christmas time, everybody wants to ride the Jungle Cruise thing, even though it's, you know, not really Christmassy. But it's the Jingle Cruise. Yeah, the Jingle Cruise, yes. And now they opened up the Dole Whip thing. They moved trade places to Aloha Isle, switched places with the uh, Tegro Terrace, I think, or the Tangerine Terrace. Mm -hmm. And uh, so now it's like a bigger place for Dole Whip. So I'm just thinking infrastructure, traffic-wise make things kind of smooth easier because it's like a three-way p- convergence of different traffics of people. So mm-hmm. that's my that's my plusing thing for lack of, you know, I guess minusing and technically because <laughs> I'm getting rid of something. But that's my wild card for that one. No, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, all you're really losing would be the, the carpets. Right, yeah. We'll be losing the carpets. And, and, and maybe not even that if you move it to where the tree is because let's face it, no one wants to climb that thing. Nah, I like it. I like it very much. I do too. Yeah, the tree's cool and all, but it's like, you know, well. I am impressed that all of y'all were ballsy enough to go after that tree. That tree was just like a non starter for me. It's just like, it's, well, actually, all of these are non starters for me. Yeah. Like, it, it, I guess it's my turn. So, okay. um, like, Pirates has been plussed over and over again. I mean, they've added Johnny, Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, they've done enough. Right. With pirates. They've added the mermaids, the Davy Jones or Blackbeard part of it. I mean, that that's that's fine. Again, with the tree, I, I just... But that I, was the easiest one to kind of sit there and work through because it was the one that not many people mess with. That's the way I, I looked well, at it. It's true, but the, the hardest part is figuring out a way to retheme it because, again, there's not a whole... There's not a lot of... Not to work Disney with. Disney trees that you can really kind of... Like, yes, yeah, so you, now you can experience like... Like, I could have seen like saying, okay, you can do the... Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, but now it's like uh, Lilo and Stitch's Treehouse. Mm. And they took over and they built their own treehouse. Like, you could do something like that, and, and maybe that would have been a better way to go. But I guess just because I don't really worry about it, and because it's one of those that are considered a classic, and it's the only one of them left, because they transformed the other one in Disneyland into Tarzan, I, I kind of stayed away from that. But all these are classic. Pirates are a classic. Tiki Birds are a classic. Um, so suddenly yeah, Robinson I mean, Treehouse. The, the whole park is a classic. That was really my challenge. Exactly. That's why I said this was the hardest like one. The whole park is classic. There's... The minute you touch one of them, it's like, you know, somebody's going to get mad. Um, I have, there's a TV and a door whip in the treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot dispute that. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. That's what, I, that's what I thought. Right. So what I came up with in Jungle Cruise, how can I forget Jungle Cruise? Mm. So uh, originally what I wanted to do is I wanted to take, uh, and this has always been, and I think we talked about this on another show, is I wanted to take that Adventureland veranda or even uh, take, um, uh, what you call it, the, uh, the Tiki Birds in, in the, uh, what is it, the, the, the terrace, the Titian Terrace, is that what it is? Oh, the, 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 where the uh, Dole Whip is now? Yeah. The tangerine Terrace? Not Tangerine, I'm sorry, not Tangerine Terrace. What is that, that um, the coffee shop, right, right? It's right next oh, to it. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where uh, the orange bird yes. is. Yes, where the orange bird is. Yeah. Exactly. Take all that and turn it into the Snuggly Duckling. That's what I wanted to do. Oh, there you go. Is put that there because I've been thinking that that deserves to be in the parks. But since they're already, we know they're doing a Jungle Cruise restaurant, it just seems unrealistic that they would do that. 
then -hmm. you're not going to put two restaurants in there. So this is what I came up with. The Jungle Cruise. There's a section in the Jungle Cruise. And this is, again, Kevin and I were on the same wavelength on this one. There's a section in the Jungle Cruise where the skipper shuts off the mic and you go into a temple. And you see snakes and artifacts and gold. And who would be perfect for that? Indiana Jones. There Indiana you go. Jones, yeah. Put Indiana Jones. Have nice, It's like a nice little minute and a half or so, and you can even extend it if you want to. Have a nice little encounter with Indiana Jones, incorporating in elements from the uh, from the ride. Yeah. In uh, in Disneyland, I think that uh, that would be a great way to plus it. Is to you know when when Skipper goes you know dark and you walk in and you float in there, um, you you start to see some segments of the yeah. ride. The the little darts going past your head as they're trying yeah. to catch Indy and Indy's like you know skeletons yeah and, and they get the go. boulder at the end yeah you know I love that especially if they're gonna get rid of it in MGM the stunt show mm-hmm. at least if you had put Indy in that jungle cruise you're not completely losing right Indy out of the park especially since they're property now you know it's are they talking about Lucasfilm. making another one another movie I hope so oh uh, yeah I heard uh, somewhere along there was a rumor they were gonna do it or yeah. if they were actually go- in gonna revisit that property i mean i saw i saw expendables three with mm-hmm. him in it. i think he can still go oh yeah i think yeah. he can still go he's like he's always one off the indiana jones movies to me are one off one on like i loved raiders i didn't really care for temple that much really yeah i wasn't really a big fan of temple oh temple's my favorite yeah they were just going after like you got into it like oh they're going after lost ark you're like really they're going after a bunch of stones who Care. That was some of the best stunts. Oh, there was a good stunt. Yeah, the nice action movie. But uh, again, I didn't care about the artifact that they were chasing. Right. Then the next one, they're going after the Holy Grail. Then you go after a crystal skull. Yeah, I mean, the crystal skull yeah. one. I had to watch that one on USA Network. And yeah. I was like, I'm glad I saw this one for free with commercials. So the Definitely. next one, there, he's going after the Dead Sea Scrolls, I guess, or something. There you go. Like something, uh, yeah, base yeah. it into something in realistic where Part you're like, lore, you're yeah. invested in, in watching what they're going after. Yeah, I'm with that. Most of the books and stuff. He's he's always fighting Nazis and everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like I think it was in Raiders. I think he says ah, Nazis. I hate these guys. <laughs> I mean, in books is like you know, or whatever they have in that universe. It's he's he's always going after the Nazis. Well, I believe after Spielberg made Schindler's List, he was like, you know what? I've been I've been fooling around too long. I'm I'm not going to portray Nazis as these you know crazy. I'm not going to portray them lightly anymore. Yeah. I'm going to take them very seriously. So they stopped becoming the villains is my understanding of it. I, no, no but kidding. I mean, what choice did he really have because of the era that the movie's well, in? Well, there you go. You know, that's what makes it so weird with the Crystal Skull. It's like aliens in this era doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe they existed, but like, you know, it doesn't, doesn't work, you know? Right, right. And, and by the way, real quick, getting back to this, there is a, like, the other, I really wanted to do the Tiki Birds, because, I mean, I remember going to the Tiki Birds with my daughter this past trip, and she was bored. I really? mean, she asked for my cell phone while we were in there. There was hardly anybody in it. Mm. The problem is, it's just such a small place. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. they're about ready to do this new movie called uh, Moana, which uh, is, yeah, yeah it's going to be set in the islands, and I think that, if that movie hits big, that's the first place you target is that Tiki Bird place, and you stick in the newest Disney Princess Moana. That's your eventual one? Very mm-hmm. good. Very good. All right. So well, Indy th- was, not Moana, but my, it's penciled in for that. Yeah, yeah. Do uh, we have any honorable mentions regarding this land or anything additional you want to say? A, you I do? A, a bonus. All right. The floor is yours, Lee. Now, this cannot be done, but <laughs> it sounded like a good idea at the time. So we're going to replace Tortuga Tavern which has the worst food I've ever eaten on property. Um, and we're going to build Jack Sparrow's bar. 
It's going to be called, maybe we'll call it a pirate's life. And basically they're going to serve rum drinks and uh, all the cast members will be dressed as pirates and things like that. Of course, you know, we could, we couldn't, we can't do it because they're not going to have another place that serves alcohol in magic kingdom. But that was my, that was my first thought. And then when I started thinking about the alcohol, I said, well, I guess we can't do that. You know what you could do, man, is that you like, you could take it and make it Mr. Gibbs's, you know, like, like Mr. Gibbs, like he he got older, he couldn't keep up with Jack. So he opened a bar kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and people, I mean, if they would just allow them to serve alcohol on property, I mean, that's kind of my thing with the snuggly duckling. I think snuggly duckling should be in there because of that. But I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, because Tortuga was a main part in that movie. So you should have that in there. You can call it Yosavi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you savvy. go. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So let's stroll on through, man. We go through the little archway that the steel band used to live around and uh, head on into Frontierland past the former McDonald's Freikart. So we're in Frontierland, guys. Uh, who wants to go? I, 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 I've been here uh, you know, a few times and... I really only go to one place, and that's the shooting arcade. Ah, uh, uh, see, yeah, okay. Uh oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I, I always like that. I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of the West and stuff like that. I love um, that thing, man. Yeah, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm a fan of the Duke and you know, uh, Gunsmoke stuff like that. Uh, so okay, you go to shooting arcade, you keep it the way it is in the beginning, but what it is 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 training. Yeah. For what's in the back. So, like, if you get, like, you know, you hit enough stuff, you get, like, a certain score, and they're like, all right, partner, I think you're ready for the real thing, you know? So you go in the back, and then there's, like, this... Uh, laser tag style? Well... Country shooting them up? Sort of, but not, like, laser tag where it's, like, you know, everybody runs around shooting at each other kind of thing. But that is a good idea, actually. I, I was going to say, like, this is the screen... And it's got like um, it's just like got these different outlaws that are there, and so they're like, okay, you know, you're like a bounty hunter, or you're like the sheriff, or something like that. Uh, or actually, Pecos Bill, you can you know be Pecos Bill. I, I wasn't sure what the you know deal was over there, but I figured they had the restaurant. Pecos Bill still works. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you go through, and so each one is is it's easy. It's just pretty much a quick draw. That's all it is. The video, the guy's dad is like, hey, this is, you know, bad boy McCracken, you know, <laughs> he's robbed four banks and now you stop him. So he's like, what do you want, partner? You know, he, you get that whole little interaction. And so mm-hmm. then like, you know, you get three, two, one, and then you draw. And if you, you know, if you beat him, then, you know, you go to the, like the next four or five people. And when you mean beat him, like as a child, like you're shooting him. Yes, yeah, just a quick draw. Yeah. Like, so is there blood? No, no, you know, it's just like, it's like uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's like, no, no blood, Finish no blood. Him. No ah, blood. you got me in the leg. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like, uh, you remember there was this game, this is this is showing my age right now, but uh, there was this game, this one made me think of, it was this game called Lethal Enforcers. Remember that video game? No. You had oh, was like this a, like a video, like a, like a dungeon, like a live video that you were shooting up against some dude? Yeah, and it was yeah. like, you were like these dirty, hairy kind of cops, and it was just basically a video game, but it had like these two plastic guns. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just would, yeah. you just, oh, I love that game. So um, it's basically that. It's just a screen, and then and your little console is just a gun. So then like when it goes three, two, one, you just draw. And, you know, whoever gets it, you know, gets it. But, uh, you know, you get like a little spark kind of thing on the guy. You don't get any blood. You're just like, oh, you got me. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, that's 
that's just what I would have to add to it. But it still keeps the original, yeah. you know, the concept alive. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, uh, you know, not to piggyback, not to piggyback, but I mean, this is I have something else I could do, but I I did the shooting arcade as well. You know, it's one of my one of my things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but you know, I was envi- same kind of thing. But I was envisioning that thing from Men in Black. You remember that little. Uh, where they they were they're training Will Smith his yeah, character yeah, yeah. and then they pull back the screen and then there's like a scene and you have to shoot the correct things. Why yeah. did little Susie deserve yeah. to die? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of a thing. So that's what I was envisioning, something like that. Right, know? right. I think that would. I mean, I, I, that'd be fun because it, it's like there's a there's just like an aspect to it. It's just you know, it's just kind of fun being old school. But I had a an addition to that. But I, again, I wasn't sure. Do I need to do like what Lee did? Where you wait until you guys? Yeah, go wait, wait till the yeah, end. We'll yeah, do alternates yeah. at the end. Yeah. Okay. So you went. So Kevin, is that yours? Uh, I, I have. Yeah, it, it was my main one. Okay. I have something else. I guess I can throw it in for an honorable mention. For all, but, okay. Yeah. Lee. All right. So I'm gonna take and really mess with people's minds. I'm gonna take Big Thunder Mountain. I was afraid to touch that one. Hmm. I was like, ooh. And basically, what I'm gonna do is retheme it. Okay. To Toy Story, so remember. Well, well thank, you for, thank you for being on the podcast for this long, Lee. It's been a pleasure. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you remember I like the opening, story, like the opening the scene of the second one, the second movie where the, the third the, one the, is it the third one? It's the third one. Okay, yeah, where they they release a barrel of monkeys and all that kind yeah, of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you you're number one. You know, you're going through there, and there's somehow we'll make a scene on the train where you think the the bridge is going to explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and there's that, but you know, more so too, to also be able to tie in. Cause if you remember like in between big thunder and splash, there's an area where you can get the character meets. You can meet Woody and Jesse. Yeah. That, well, yeah. Uh, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So then we could also tie in like Bo Peep. We could tie in a uh, one eyed Bart, one eyed Betty. Mm-hmm. Or we, could bring in, uh, <laughs> we could bring in, uh, what's the old guy's name? Uh, Stinky Pete. Oh, uh, Stinky Pete. Yeah. yeah, we can bring in Stinky Pete. Um, well, in the queue, you'll have music from Woody's Roundup, mm-hmm. and you know, like uh, really old classic country type of music like that. Um, let me see what else I put in. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. So we're just gonna retheme it to a Toy Story, but focused on Woody and and those characters, not not Buzz and not um, you know, the other guy, not the dog and not the dinosaur. But the, oh, all the so Western characters from Toy Story three. Jesse's not going to get to do her yodel and. Uh, yeah, Jesse will be in it. Call up uh, what's his name, uh, Rex. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, Rex yeah, couldn't. I've got a dinosaur that eats forced. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yodeling. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Now Buzz so, does yes, make an appearance. Take, yeah, Big Thunder and, yeah? and Westernize it with the Toy Story, but more, more so the Woody characters. Okay, I was about to say because Buzz does make a, an appearance. You know, he saves the yeah, train. I understand. You know, which is kind of crazy. Trying to keep it western. I got you, but then yeah. he can't shoot the badge and then destroy Ham's ship, which actually be really neat. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So what what I decided to do is that you know for whatever reason I don't know why I, I, I maybe I was hungry when I started doing this, but I kept coming <laughs> up with restaurants. Restaurants were easy. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to take Country Bear Jamboree and turn it into a real sit down restaurant. Complete with entertainment, like a dinner table, show with table service. There you go. Mm-hmm. With Southern style cooking, they come over to your table every fifteen to twenty minutes. There's a show. Uh, you sit down, you watch the show, you have a meal, you pay, you leave. Kind of like a, almost like beer garden. Maybe you even put like a little section yeah. at the front for the kids to go up there if they want to dance. 
Obviously, oh, you, you could have like a hoedown. Yeah, you, uh, you do like some like new, th- you know, uh, dancing like yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Do some new material. Obviously, I mean, you want to play some of the old classics, but you also want to do some new stuff to keep people coming in. Um, to change up the uh, the dynamics of it a little bit. I mean, it it it, it has gotten a little bit of stale. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you could absolutely do something different with that. So, I mean, since there's not really a great sit-down restaurant that I can think of over there in Frontierland, I thought that would be a good place to put one, is to take what is already a show that you're going to be sitting there for, you know, 10 to 15 minutes watching anyway, maybe less now. I mean, what am I saying, 10 to 15? So, yeah, if you're going to be sitting there for about five minutes watching a show anyway, uh, might as well have something to eat. Sounds good. I like that. I, I that. like that. I like that. Because they used to do something like that with Diamond Horseshoe, but now I don't think they had the dinner aspect of it. Right. It's like, like Disney meets Chuck E. Yeah, Disney exactly. meets Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, I was saying Disney meets Chuck E. Cheese. But more like showbiz to me, because Chuck E. Cheese was never really about the show. Showbiz was all about the show. The, right. You had a theater, you sat down, the lights dimmed, and what you saw was a show. When Chuck E. Cheese came on, they were like, yeah, we're going to leave the lights on, and we're going to turn the volume down on the show because we want y'all yeah. to go put y'all money in the little machines. If you want to pay attention, you can, yeah, but we the, don't really want you to. Now, one, one of our listeners may, may take offense. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. Well, she got care. beat up as that, so yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't think she might Oh, you, okay, you really were? Okay, you're talking about, yeah. yeah. Dr. Mawikin, yeah. Well, sorry, Lisa, but yeah. <laughs> All, it's a casino for children. <laughs> it's all Chuck E. Cheese's now. I've been there recently. One of my friends took their kids there, got scarlet fever off of the... <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so, nuts. That's absolutely nuts. That hasn't um, been around since, like, what, the 1800s? I know. <laughs> Jeez. So, anyway. Here comes scurvy next. <laughs> <laughs> I got polio in the ball <laughs> I'm bringing scurvy back. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. I'm all about that bootbotic. That bootbotic. No trouble. <laughs> all right. So honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah. What do y'all got? Uh, I, it was still going with the shooting arcade, but I just wanted to have some fun. Uh, I, I I wanted to call this one the turkey shoot. The turkey shoot. Yeah. Which is basically like the arcade, you know, in Frontierland, except. If you shoot enough turkeys, <laughs> you get the free leg. You get you get the ticket for the free leg. That's I like this. I think this is a better. I think yeah. I like that better than your original idea. Actually, I, I thought it would have been hokey, but yeah, I was like, yeah. You shoot like all these mechanical little turkeys. Mm-hmm. They fall down, fall down, fall down. And if you get the high score for the day, you get turkey leg, free turkey leg, free turkey. I like that. Love it. I like that. I like that. Um, my only honorable mention would be. Uh, we were talking about this last night. We were trying to discuss how to do this segment. It's about getting to uh, Tom Sawyer's Island from mm-hmm. the mainland, you know. So I was like, the only thing I could think of is just like, uh, like some kind of drawbridge aspect, but not really a drawbridge kind of thing. Maybe doing yeah. something more fancy, like Disney would kind of figure out. Um, we know that lagoon's not terribly deep, so I was thinking, you know, you make like a, a big old barrel bridge, yeah like a wide bell bridge and mm-hmm. what it can do, like when the ship comes by, it could, you know, you can submerge all the barrels taking the bridge with it. And then, you know, when it's kind of underwater, it kind of splits apart. And then, you know, the ship goes by and everything else. And then it comes back and you slowly see this bridge kind of miraculously pop up out of the water. Oh, nice. I thought that'd be kind of neat. I you like know, that. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much, yeah, you know, it might, it might go the way of the wave pool by the poly, you know, yeah. because of you're dealing with water now with electricity and all that. But yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, if you, if you take like a submarine type 
uh, design to the barrel. It may last, you know, make it look like a barrel, but actually like a submarine metal type thing. I, th- I think you'd definitely increase traffic over to that side of the park. If you did something, if you could just walk over and you have to wait in that long line right. and eat for the boats to go back and right. forth through, I think you get more people going over there. Yeah, because mm. I was thinking, you know, people don't mind waiting because like when we do, like in Epcot, when they bring out the Illuminations barges, mm-hmm. that drawbridge is by the the African mud hut area place thing mm-hmm. right. where the refreshment stand, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, that bridge goes up and so people right. wait on either side and it's like it's no big deal. You know, just sitting there. I mean, you're waiting in Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, boo-hoo. <laughs> you know, I'm so sad. <laughs> and I get to see the illumination things pass by. Right. And just in this case, in the Mag Chino, you get to see this big old steamship pass by with people on it waving most likely. Yeah. You know, so I think that'd be kind of a hoot. And then, you know, after it passes, you see this you know, you got the churning of the of the of the paddle, paddle wheeler, wheeler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that bubbles, and then all of a sudden, that within the bubbles, the bridge kind of resubmerges up, and then now you can cross back across Tom Sawyer's Island. You know, I think that'd, that'd be kind of a neat effect. You know, I don't know how feasible or, or you know, it's, maybe it's doable. Who knows? Yeah, it's doable. But I think that'd be a neat little plus addition to get people across to Tom Sawyer's Island, like you were saying. So it'd be kind of right. neat. Yeah. So that's my honorable mention. Okay. Well, I got an honorable mention to help people give them a reason to go across. Oh, what you got? Uh, Pocahontas. Hey. Hey. You, you know, where? where is the Indian? You remember they used to have an Indian village over there. They might still have it, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while since I did the riverboat thing. I know they have it across the, from the island. They still got a little scene or whatever else. Yeah. yeah. Why not do like that? You know, I know they did like a stage show over there in the Animal Kingdom. That's why I chose not to choose this because it was like okay we're basically saying bring the stage show from the animal kingdom over to uh tom sawyer's island and no i think you can do it up a little bit better than that you can maybe even do like a, a dark ride out of it yeah if you did it the right way um but yeah i mean pocahontas seems to fit yeah i think that's great actually and there's a lot i think there's a lot of property over there and, right and that gives you that gives you another uh princess meet and greet yeah and you can still keep the caves because mm-hmm. i think i like the caves i used to like exploring the caves and stuff right. when i was younger and uh, um, you know, going in. Yeah, granted, it's kind of hard when it's like bright sunlight and you go in the right. caves. It's hard to see, so you have to let it adjust. But you know, when it's when it's at night and you go in the caves, it's actually really neat. Mm-hmm. Little colors and the stalagmites and all that kind of business. But yeah, all right, let's continue on, man. Let's head on to the land of the haunted mansion, Liberty Square. This this one was tough for me. I couldn't really think of anything. Yeah, really, this is the one I thought would be the toughest as well. But I actually turned out like four ideas off of this. Oh really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I had a fun one. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I did, too. You know, I used to be a, a, a contractor for the government. Right. And you know how I got thinking about this, and I read through it, I was like, yeah, right, this one just be personal for me. So I don't know how the rest of the, you know, Disney nation would take to it. But I think, I think personally, if it existed, I think people would flock to it. Okay. Okay. I would call it the filibuster. <laughs> Okay, so you go to the Hall of Presidents, uh-huh. right? And so, you know, you you let them do the thing. Like, you know, I'm George Washington. I did this, and I'm, you know, Abraham Lincoln. I did that. Like, you know, you keep that traditional thing so that way everybody still gets that historical, you know, aspect of, you know, our, our government, mm-hmm. right? But then, right, you go on the side, and you get the filibuster, which basically is nothing more than a, a dunk tank. <laughs> you know, a dunk tank. You get to choose which president you want to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 And so, like, you have, you have, you have, you have, you know, you have uh, other cast members, like, you know, three or four of them that, you know, they will dress up as any 
president you choose. <laughs> and then, like, what you do is they get on the thing, right? And you do, a, like, you know, filibuster is, like, you know, a term that they use, right, in the government where it's like, I propose this. And then you're like, I propose that. And then, like, you go back and forth and somebody gives, like, this long soliloquy until nothing happens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, I was mad because, you know, I thought of the government shutdown thing that happened to me. And I was like, how cool would that have been to at least have had, <laughs> you know, somebody in the Senate uh, or, you know, uh, a different political party to just mm, put them in the dunk tank. So, OK, so the president, the actor gets in as the president of whichever one you chooses. He gives you, again, a speech as to why you should not dunk him. <laughs> you know, he says, hey, I, I, I stopped a war or, hey, I you know, raise taxes for the 1% or whatever. And then you, you have the ball or whatever, and then yeah. you get to say your piece. And like, you know, well, look, you know, what about that time y'all didn't get along and then like, get, kept me out of work? Or, you know, hey, what about that time, you know, I couldn't afford this? Or what about, you know, you get to say your piece and then bam, you <laughs> launch the ball. You know what, what I'm saying? Contra? Bam! Yeah, you launch the ball at the person. And so like, you know, if it hits the target and you dunk them, then you know, boom. You win an Olaf plush. Yeah, you win. You win the gift. You know, you can say shut down, whatever you want. But no, screw you, John Quincy Adams. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting wet. <laughs> you done Teddy though, Roosevelt. <laughs> you know, how I be mean, come on, how cool would that be? And also it helps because like, you know, you give some other cast members some work. They get to get their acting chops. Any person that has any problem with any political figures gets to work that out. I mean, you know, and it's, and you know, and you get to dunk somebody. How often do you get to see you got to dunk a president? <laughs> dunk, dunk a president. Filibuster. Zachary Taylor. You've been having so this coming for a long who's gonna time. Who's going to be the most dunked president? <laughs> who's I that? That's your only problem is that there's going to be fights between the guests. It's like, how dare you dunk the great George Bush? <laughs> Oh yeah, well, you Obama's a socialist. <laughs> How dare you go ahead and <laughs> yeah? They say George Bush don't care about black people. That's right. <laughs> they can set out a bunch right. of soapboxes, and that's what you throw for them. Well, yeah. was, that's what I'm saying. You know, I think there's a I think there's a lot you can do with that. But I, again, yeah, I I think you still get to keep the historic aspects of what the presidents represent to government, just for those who don't know. Yeah. But then at the same time. You know, and maybe this is just forty talking. I, I'm just saying, maybe that's what it is. But well, no, but like drinking a forty. Whenever they, <laughs> I need one. Yeah. Whenever they 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 have a new president come on, they get the president to record dialogue, so that way when they put him in the, so they can have him record two speeches, <laughs> one for when he's in the hall of presidents, and like we're one all here the- to make everything work and be peaceful and uh, my fellow Americans and all that stuff. And the other one for like, look. Please don't, please don't dunk me. <laughs> uh, I'll lower your taxes. Give me a chance. Uh, you know, just uh, let freedom ring, and uh, you know, we're all brothers. And you know, please don't dunk. And then you, you get. I to did make... not mean to chop the cherry tree yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. I like that. You can you can work it out to where like uh, the people who are just like I will not go in the hall of presidents because I don't like that president who's speaking. They can go around back and dunk that president. Dunk him. Yeah. yeah. Abraham Lincoln. My family was vampires. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I'm taking you down. <laughs> you getting that wig wet, George Washington. <laughs> you getting chopped today, and it's not from a cherry tree, you know. Again, I'm thinking infrastructure because, as you know, I figure I pick on something that maybe people aren't really thinking about when they're doing this. And when I remember when Danny and I were there, uh, we saw the line from the haunted mansion. Yes. And I was just thinking, man, it is extending way past it has to be. 
there's got to be something that can be done so that, you know, you don't have this big, huge line cutting through the middle of Liberty Square and cluttering up everything. You know, you're catching people coming in from um, wherever, coming in from Frontierland, coming out of Columbia Harbor House, the steamship, and it's just a, it's just a mess. Look at on the map and everything else. It seems like there's enough land to kind of get uh, a longer queue built for the Haunted Mansion, you know, but... Um, what I'm envisioning is this: If you, I don't, did y'all ride ET whenever you went to Universal? No, I never rode ET. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know, but in their queue line, you go through this little thing to see the preview movie, and then it dumps you into the queue or dumps you outside, so to speak. But you're not really outside; you're at nighttime in the forest, or right. you're winding your way, getting to your vehicles to get to um, uh, to ET, so you can go travel to his planet and save ET. So, anyway, I was thinking along the same lines as that. Where, you know, you enter through those gates they have now with that little hearse thing, whatever, that's out by the front. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just kind of wraps you around toward the back of the Haunted Mansion. You know, there's a bunch of trees back there and everything else. But you can also kind of, you have like real trees out front. And then somehow you won't, you can't tell, but there's a transition into a, a show building in which it all of a sudden it becomes nightfall. You know, so it's nice and sunny outside. And then depending on how they, they structure the FX it slowly, quickly becomes night, you know, thus adding to the weird eeriness of it or something. Maybe it doesn't have to do that dramatic change, but I think, you know, if you can get a forest in the night, that adds to the eeriness and to the built up things. And you can, you know, you can incorporate things like little playful spooks coming out from behind the trees, you know, you can do the whole thing like eyes looking at you. And then when you look at it, it, you, it closes its eyes. Hmm. So you think like, oh, wait, where'd it go? Kind of a thing, you know? That's creepy. So, uh, you know, it'd be a nice way. I mean, the the way that the interactive thing they have now is not too bad. You know, it's okay. But I think if they thought about length and everything else, they could really make this to where it's like you're traveling into the Haunted Mansion and Mm -hmm. strange things are a footage are going through the queue line. It's like all of a sudden, oh, it's nightfall. Like, when did that happen? (laughs) You know, maybe. And then you start to, you know, you can still look up and see the mansion or something like that or whatever else. And maybe it's a fancy projection. I don't know how they would pull it off. I didn't think that deep into it, um, but uh, just some way, some kind of infrastructural thing that's cool to add to the story of the mansion, maybe add to the spookiness of the mansion, but also serve a, a, as a, a really big way to get that line out of the way of traffic, you know, because you got people going through Liberty Square from Frontierland, going to Fantasyland, and that thing gets like super, super congested, especially when that line sticks out. I mean, I know they try to corral it and everything else, but man, it's, I think it's almost an eyesore. I mean, you remember seeing it that is. thing and it's like, man, that's the mansion? Damn. Yeah. Right. That's unbelievable. I can't believe it extends this It's backed far. up to the riverboat. Right. And it's like, you know, I, there's got to be a way to avoid that. The mansion will for always ever be popular. There's, yes. I mean, if you can't tell that now, then I mean, I don't know what's wrong with you. I can see that. And it's like, that mansion's going to be there, you know, be one of the most popular things. If not the only popular thing in that entire land. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But it's definitely number one in that land, right? It's the only reason the land still exists, really, exactly. to be yeah. quite honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. w- without the Haunted Mansion, couldn't you just see them saying, okay, screw it. We don't need this land. Yeah, you just yeah. walk right through it. Yeah. There's, nothing, there's nothing around there that you really could add to. I mean, like, it's nice uh, yeah. props, like the Liberty Bell, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, uh I was remembering going through there when I was reading stuff about it. I was like, yeah, I just remember Turkey Lake and then the Haunted Mansion. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't, the rest of it was like, oh, that's cool. And like, you could stick your head in that little, what do you call it? The stockade. Yeah. But I mean, you know, who wants to do that? Yeah. If you, let's say. A lot you, of people actually. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying like, who wants to do that? Let's say if you went, you know, if you went your, 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 your people and they mad at you that day, mm-hmm. cause you made them walk around a lot. They're like, yeah, get in there. You know, and then. 
Well, if you're a black man, I can understand being like, hell hey, no, I ain't going there. No. No. <laughs> No, no I'm, I'm not relieve, reliving that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. Like, come here, Django. Like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Oh, but to know, oh, but to know. <laughs> What's next? You're gonna make me get on stage and people bit on me? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> my name is Akunta. <laughs> Take my family away, damn you! <laughs> no, I don't blame you for that. Yeah, but well, I'm just not. Co- I mean, really, I didn't even think about it like that. But I just, I'm just not comfortable just doing that. So maybe that's like a subliminal thing. But yeah, I would pass I by. Probably it. is because I would have never thought about it. But I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I, you know, it's just who, like, you know, somebody tell. I don't know. Somebody says, "Yeah, stick your head in there," you know, then slap you across the face. Like I, like, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to go in there. <laughs> so my my deal was. I didn't really want to mess with Hot and Mansion because I really couldn't think of a way to improve it, to be honest with you. Um, Hat box goes. Well, yeah, that's easy. It's too easy. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's, can I tell you, that's the problem that we've had here is that right. we all like looked at it and like, that makes sense. They could probably do it and that's very easy and it would make it better, but it's too easy and we're not going there. That's <laughs> too easy. That's just too, too easy. easy. So go ahead, Lee. I'm sorry. So my thought process was, why don't we take the riverboat mm-hmm. and turn it instead of just being a boat you just get on and ride around we can turn it into a table service restaurant now according to the internets about 450 people can fit on that boat the internet the internets yes the internets. all the internets according, <laughs> according to google's the facebook's <laughs> yeah. the facebook's the google pluses <laughs> the twitters have been about the twitters the twitter painters the filibusters <laughs> the skypees so, I, I thought 450 people at a time should be enough to support a restaurant. Yes. So this is kind of twofold. So what we do is we take that, we, it would become like a riverboat dinner. And if, I'm sure there would be some kind of entertainment on the boat, things like that. The challenge I had was like, what kind of food would I serve and still stay within the Liberty Square theme? Because we've already got Liberty Tree Tavern. Right. So then you could replace Liberty Tree Tavern because you've got that restaurant. Now, that becomes something of more like a show, like a hoopty. It may even be dinner, but something like Voices of Liberty, um, you know, a, a something from that era that would be as if more of like a hoopty do show or something like that, but from that era, like Voices of Liberty meets hoopty do review. Mm-hmm. So a dinner, a dinner show, basically. Okay. Uh, so again, I, I'm kind of stuck with the food aspect because you know it's like you've only got so many choices of food. Um, and then at the same time, I really wanted to tie in the princess and the frog here somehow, but it's two different eras. I looked it up and basically, I guess the princess and the frog was set in like 1920s, New Orleans, where this is like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it wasn't even close. Uh, <laughs> so if we, if I could figure out the food aspect of either having two restaurants in Liberty square or killing one and making it somehow just, you know, a voices of Liberty type of. You know, show and uh, place of Liberty Tree Tavern. Hmm. All right. You know, I got to tell you there, Lee. Uh, that was my very first idea was to do that. Uh, you know, um, I'm glad you 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 did it because you actually did the research into it. I came up with another idea, an idea that I, I like. Actually, the idea that I came up with for for Liberty Square is my favorite idea. And I can't wait to tell it to y'all. But going back to this for a second, that was my second idea was to do Princess Tiana's like riverboat restaurant kind of thing yeah. and, and let y'all experience that. And I, I don't think it would be a thing if you fudged the eras a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I appreciate you doing that extra research into it because I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about like, oh yeah, you know, you can't have you can't have Princess Tiana on the riverboat and, and like because like they used to do a show, if I'm not mistaken, on the riverboat with Tiana. And it was in New Orleans Square, actually in Disneyland, where they they had like the parade straight to the riverboat and went like once around or something like that. I can't remember how it worked out, but um, because they had done it before, like that that to me seemed like oh great. So you have seatings at a restaurant aboard the riverboat, do right. the seatings, and you go like maybe two to three laps around the river, mm-hmm. and that's it. At the end of it, you're you're done. And maybe uh, during that time, uh, you know, there's little shows, Princess Tiana in the in, in the in the characters come around and you get to say hello yeah that was the part i forgot to mention is either way whether it's princess tiana or if it's just you know keeping with that era we got to bring back the characters that they used to have at the liberty tavern yeah i agree with you on that i I don't understand why they got rid of that anyway i mean there's already you know high demand for character meals why would you get rid of a character meal i i didn't get that i don't understand that at all so yeah yeah so you know we take the liberty tree tavern concept and move it on to the boat, or we do Princess Tiana, you know. But then is is then here's the challenge with that: is Tiana going to be the chef? Because then she's not really a princess anymore. Well, Tiana, like I don't think you introduce her as Princess Tiana. I think it's like Tiana's whatever. The, what was the name of a restaurant um, from the movie? Tiana's place. Tia- well, there you is go. Is that it? Tiana's no, place. Tiana's palace. Palace. Tiana's yeah, 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 palace. yeah, yeah. Together, Naveen and Tiana open the restaurant now called Tiana's Palace and dance under the stars. So you call it Tiana's Riverboat Palace. Yeah. And she comes out. I mean, she's a princess in the way that Pocahontas is a princess, in the way that Vanilla P. Von Schweetz (laughs) is a princess. I mean, she's a princess second to what she – that's the second most identifying quality. She's a princess to sell dolls is what she is. Right, like down to earth. Yeah. Uh, You know, like there's a lot of princesses where the first identifying characteristic of them is I am a princess. That's like the second when you get to Tiana. You know, when it comes right down to it, not to jump too far off the topic, but when it comes right down to it, you don't want somebody that's too high maintenance. You want somebody that's down there in the trenches where she's like, hey, I'm a princess, but at the same time, I can feed you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, hey, you know, you you had a hard day from chasing the frog around. Mm -hmm. There you go, some gumbo for you. I'm down (laughs) with that. A decent place to get decent beignets, if anything. And you know something, Lee, real quick. I mean, like, you're worried about the whole idea of them fitting into the land. I can tell you right now that when they do, uh, which called Princess Tiana does a meet and greet right over there by the uh, Christmas shop in Liberty Square. Right. Mm. So I I don't think, I mean, I think they've already accepted that she can be there. Not too much of a stretch. Yeah. I will say, I was trying to, I was, even when everything I did, my first thought was how to get more dining into the Magic Kingdom. And I didn't go with it all the way, but every single land i was like where can we put a restaurant because there's just not enough good dining in magic kingdom you know same here and actually you know that's one of the things in new orleans is that you go on a riverboat cruise and you have something to eat yeah. that's that's something that you do you go down Absolutely. to mississippi and you have something to eat so i mean that that is a, a hallmark of, of uh a, a nightly experience if you were to come here to new orleans as a tourist so i I think that would be great if they did that. I really do. I, I'd love to see them do something like that. Of course, they'd be gambling on the boat. It's not official. It's just gambling <laughs> on the boat. Well, that leaves you, Danny. That leaves me. Guys? Danny? I, I, I'd I, be surprised if you don't go where I think you're going to go. No, I look. No, I don't think I'm going to go where any of y'all think I'm going to go because this, to me, was a stroke of genius. All right. This was genius. Genius, Pure he says. Gen- y'all should worship at the... This was my 
true like and, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sad if I say this I and mean, there's just blank stares around <sighs> the room and silence on Lee's line because I think I this is I I, I would hang my hat on this one. All I, right, because you you once, said once I hit this, I'm like done out, done this out. This is perfect. Because you, you, you is that crickets? <laughs> it's crickets. You getting? Cr- I haven't even given you the idea, oh. and I get crickets. How about that? Oh, uh, well, because you said before this thing, I was like, yeah, I got some stuff, but now you like switched it up. I'm sorry, yeah. but look, Kevin came up with infrastructure, and I get crickets. <laughs> yeah, come well. on, I'm giving you something good here. All right, what All you right. got? What you this got? This is good. This is really good. Y'all yeah, ready? It is. You it's built not, it. Better not be a bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> can we take a bathroom break? Yeah, no, no, not no. <laughs> you gotta be hooked. Just say that they didn't get okay. the day. I okay. mean, can, can okay. you hold? Uh, can you hold it? Because I'll let the suspense okay. go. I will let the suspense go too. So I just tried to keep it while it's going. All right, all right. Do y'all know what a pirate's adventure treasure of the seven seas is? That's a very long title. Is what that is. Is that like the pirate ship thing that goes around by you and then? Everybody's like screaming at each other off the boat or something. For like that. shame, Kevin! For shame, you experienced that- it the last time you went there. Oh well, yes, I do, I do, I do, I do. Never mind. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. a scavenger hunt type of game yes, that's do. interactive within uh, Adventureland, right? Yeah, Lee, you're familiar with this. Yes. I got okay. You. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. All right. It's the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. It's like Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, but it's not like you open a portal and you see characters. You're interacting with specific things. So here's what we're going to do, guys. Similar to a Pirate's Adventure, Treasure of the Seven Seas, how about this? I want an interactive game theme to the movie series National Treasure featuring (laughs) Nicolas Cage as Benjamin Franklin (laughs) Gates, who needs your help. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to find an artifact of national importance and significance that have gone lost. And it's hidden somewhere in around Liberty Square. Aye. And you have to follow the clues and you have to solve the puzzles. And there are props for you to interact with. And Nicolas Cage narrations along the way, <laughs> leading you from destination to destination. Kind of like, you remember the series of movies where you go to Independence Hall and you got to line up the thing with the thing and that produces a key, key yeah, that the- comes and brings you to the next location? It's a treasure hunt. <laughs> right, all right. A treasure hunt themed off of National Treasure in Liberty Square. So then, like, is it like Nicolas Cage is just like, you Nicolas Cage doesn't, right? He comes on, it's like, guys, I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck at Mount Rushmore and I need y'all to help me get the key to whatever it is, what you, the Declaration of Independence in order to release whatever it is, you've got to go ahead and find that art and it's going to be a different one every time. That's cool. Yeah, every time. That's cool. You oh, guys so it's going to be different. So well, I will say this, at least that would make something for you to do in Liberty Square. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with and that. And you know what? My little infrastructure thing will help out with that. So we get those people out of the way. Yeah, so with the filibuster. Yeah. yeah. you got to dunk a certain president just to get the key. You you build up the colonial aspect of Liberty Square a little bit in order to go ahead and have these little significant sites. I mean, you already got the... Uh, I think you have the Liberty. Is the Liberty Bell there? Yeah, Liberty yeah. Bell. Liberty yeah, Bell's yeah. there. You got the stockades over there. Got those the tree lanterns, yeah, with, with the, the lanterns. lanterns on there. I mean, you've got a lot of the the house that has yeah. the, the two by day or what was it? A two by C, one by one air. One by land, two by C. One by the air thing. Yeah. yeah, air. So I mean, you've got enough historical sites. You can go ahead and add in a couple of more and make this like an historical treasure hunt. I like yeah, it. it's a national treasure. As well. Exactly. Guys, yeah, a cast member comes out, says something, and then like says a certain word that has like you know they emphasize a little bit so you have an idea of where to go to kind of chase it down and find mm-hmm. Nicholas case yeah. like ah, 
You made it. <laughs> <laughs> and what's Nicolas Cage doing, really, that he that, can't record this? He can do that. That's, oh, what, yeah. makes it, that's what makes it cool, because I think he would be all bored to do that. He had that, that grin of his. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. That way you don't have to mess with the Haunted Mansion. I mean, that's already been plussed a thousand times over. Yep. You, you're good there. Uh, the riverboat, it's cool. I would like the idea of doing a restaurant on there, but, I mean... You know, which call it's a restaurant. You know, it is what it is, and no disrespect to Lee's idea because it was my idea as well. But I mean, you know, I was trying to think of something a little bit that would add a little bit of excitement to it and tie it into a you know an existing franchise. And that was like, wow, that's yeah. something that you could. All those movies are about a treasure hunt, so why not put you on a treasure? That hunt? That makes perfect sense. I really thought you were gonna be like, yeah, haunted mansion. You know, the ghost jumps from the ceiling and all this other stuff. No, I, put hat box in there. I'm fine. I hear that. I like that, guys. I, like that. I, I, I think we just repaired uh, the Liberty Square. Where? I think so. <laughs> we have done it. The Magic Yay! Podcast is fixed. Liberty Square. <laughs> They'll have to make the land bigger because of us. Yes. But w- did it live up to the hype? I, 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 I did. Like yeah, that. I, I really. Did like I would that. play that. I did like I play that. that. I did like that. I would, I would, yeah, we'd have to get. They give you a treasure map written on the back yeah. of the Declaration of Independence, just Absolutely. like in the movie. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 All right, so this concludes our discussion on the first half of Walt Disney World, uh, the Adventureland, Frontierland, and Liberty Square. We're going to discuss the rest of the lands from the Magic Kingdom on the next show on show number 88. So definitely stay tuned and keep an eye out for that one. So let's go on and make some more magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Hi, how you doing? Welcome to Guest Services, and uh, oh, look, we have somebody in here. How can I help you? Hi, my name is Josh. I'm here to sign up for the race. Oh, this will be the the Josh Mowikins, ladies and gentlemen. I present to you Josh Roberge. How you doing, sir? I'm great. How are you guys doing today? Good, very good. Glad to have you on the podcast. So uh, I'm sure you've heard your manager up on the podcast, and so now we're actually have you on air so I can formally introduce you to... Uh, what was it? What was it? What was your nickname? Is delightful Danny? Is dangerous. That no, dangerous, dangerous Danny. Okay, okay. Dan- Elegant dangerous Eli and dangerous Danny. That's <laughs> yes, right. Absolutely. That's right. So yes, I, I'm the manager. I arranged this. Uh, this meet together. This meet up. Um, I actually really did. <laughs> we we worked yes, out the did. details yeah. of this, and and here it is. My client, Wreck It Josh, on the phone. How you like that? Very, very good. And, of course, we also have Eli, Elegant Eli with his client as well, Lightning Lee. My client. Yes. Lightning Lee, from the sky, do or die. <laughs> Ka-chow. There you go. <laughs> there it is. You ain't lightning. You static electricity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough to get a buzz going. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So we, we got this little race happening, guys. We want to uh, kind of get now we have both competitors on here. Yeah, Josh has another race that night, too. Josh, you got two races? I got to race Lee, and then I have to run a half marathon that night. First, he's got to have the real race. Ah. Then he's going to have the fun race. Fun race. They're gonna be like, First, I got to have the race that I'm going to win, and then I got the race that I got to go the distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you work it. That's confidence. Oh, man. Come on, Lee. You going to let Wreckit talk to you like that? Well, Me? I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> we have to see what happens. Come race day. There's a Texan coming out. I reckon. <laughs> That's a showdown. That's right. That's a showdown. Come on. Marshall Lastavica. All right. So now that we have both competitors here on the podcast today, uh, we have some questions for each one of you. Um, Danny, I would toss it to you and uh, kind of lead us off and we'll get the discussion rolling here. 
Okay. Well, real quick, I, you know, officially, Josh, welcome to the podcast. Happy to have you. you on. Thank you. And uh, here, here's what I want to ask you, man. Let, let's start before we get into the race. We have plenty enough time to get into that. Let's start uh, with this real quick. Okay, so you and your, your family are big Disney fans. How did that, how did that take place? Uh, my wife and I actually, gosh, six years ago, we were on vacation in Florida, spent a day at the Magic Kingdom, totally hated it. Like, was not our thing. Problem was we didn't prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just went in blind, weren't ready for anything. Maybe a year ago, a little over a year ago, my daughter, uh, who's she's three now, um, you can probably hear her in the background. Uh, she got super into princesses, so we were into the whole princess movies and everything. We decided we'd plan a trip. My wife got so into the uh, just the trip planning and everything. Um, that was like her summer job because she's a teacher, so she had the summer off. She planned our entire trip. We went uh, last February for my daughter's third birthday, mm-hmm. best time of our lives, and we're actually going back in two weeks. So. Um, it was just the, the absolute best trip we've ever had Very uh, and, nice. and we can't wait to go back. So what do y'all have planned? Where are y'all staying when you go back? Uh, last time we were there, we stayed at art of animation and we'll be staying there again, uh, in the end of August. Um, I think we're going for five days. Um, we're leaving on Thursday then flying home on Monday. Mm. Um, so we'll be staying at art of animation, hitting all the parks. Uh, we're signed up for the, uh, the hoop dee review. We haven't done that yet. So we're looking forward to that. Nice. Uh, dinner at Ohana. Nice. Uh, Welcome. Uh, we, we actually signed up for the uh, the Frozen Summer Fun package at Hollywood Studios. Okay. So, uh, there's yeah, there's all kinds of perks about that. Um, uh, preferred seating for the Frozen shows, the parades, uh, Frozen fireworks party with free food and drinks and beverage, alcoholic beverages and everything. So um, we're pretty we're pretty pumped about that. Now, did you book with Lee Lastovica? We did not. Um, I think we actually hater. booked this one. Hater. Yeah, maybe next time. But we, actually, we actually booked this one um, before I really started listening to the podcast. So. No, no, no. Um, that's not the reason, Josh. The reason is because Lee is the enemy and enemies deserve no mercy. <laughs> and no vacation right, dollars. I, I, I don't book the competition. That's right. You were right. You are the one listener that has our permission to not book with Lee. That, that, in fact, if you would have told me you book with Lee, I would have been disappointed in you. So good job there. So, okay, how many times? Wait, 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 let me ask you this: How many times have you been to Disney World total? Would you say, like, since you, since you and your wife been together when you were a child? What would you would you guesstimate? Uh, I think I went I went a couple of times with my family when I was a kid, um, when I was real little, and then in high school, uh, a couple of trips with the high school band. Um, and then twice, so uh, half a dozen times I've been, I think. Because you and Kevin might be separated at birth because, I mean, like, you fit – Kevin is also – his wife is a teacher. Yep, we have band directors Also well. band directors. Band is, I mean, else. look at this. This is great. Yeah. What, you, what instrument do you play? Uh, I was a drummer. Hey, oh, there you go. You know, Kevin has been sitting on the fence as to who he's going to pick. Uh, I, I hope I won you over, Kevin. I, I, well, you, you, know. you, you might have. You, I was going to ask you this, actually. I mean, I want. I don't want there to be any pressure on you here whatsoever. <laughs> but you're a listener. You've been listening for a while, and I totally don't want you to be influenced by the fact that I'm the only host on the show who's influenced, who, who's who's picked you to win this race. But who's your favorite Magic Our Way host? Uh, I can't pick a favorite. <laughs> oh, look at that! <laughs> I can pick a favorite manager. I've got an absolute favorite manager, Danny. You win hands down. Oh, thank hey. you very much. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> still got the sound drops queued up. Yeah, I got, I got ready to go. He's ready. Yeah, yeah. He's ready. All right. So November, where are you staying? 
Uh, November, uh, I think we're at Coronado Springs in November. Ooh, wow. So you're um, moving on up to moderate. Yeah. Value to moderate. Well, we're, yeah, well, we, we were actually, we're, we're running for a charity. And so they made all of our arrangements. Um, okay. We were supposed to stay at Caribbean Beach, but I guess Disney screwed up and didn't give them enough rooms. Uh, so they moved us over to Coronado Springs. Can I tell you, I've always wanted to stay at Coronado because I, I like Coronado. Like the pool area that I've seen looks beautiful. Um, so I, I, you got to let me know how it is because that's that's a place I want to. I've always wanted to stay if we stayed at a moderate because we live in New Orleans, so I don't need to stay at Port Orleans. I, I've got mm. enough of that theming. Uh, Coronado's nice. I've seen it. Mm. If we make it up there to see this race, are you going to treat us to dinner? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to take me out, uh, Danny, when I uh, when I beat Lee. Now, no, I will definitely oh. do that. I will definitely do that. And oh. we'll send you a whole off plush. Oh, yeah. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler for all you fans listening. Oh, Josh is not prognosticating. Josh is giving you the... If y'all have something to do in November and you can't listen to the Magic Our Way podcast... Josh just gave you a spoiler as to what's going to happen when that race goes down. So, Eli, your response? Only one thing is going to be spoiled in that race, and it ain't the spoiler I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> I like the trips that you've taken, but there's one more trip you haven't gone down on yet, and that's the race against Mr. Lee Lightning Lastavica. Now, if he don't want to say anything, that's because he's just a nice and humble guy, but come race time, you're going to see something you ain't never seen before. Lee pass you up because you won't even see it happen. <laughs> All right, so Josh, uh, speaking of this race, now Lee likes to pretend that he had no idea when he listened to that show where you wrote in the email saying it's on. He likes to pretend he had no idea that we proposed a race between the two of you. Did you understand what was going on there? Yeah, you guys said, why don't you guys race? And so I wrote back a comment and just said, hey, you're on. Exactly. Thank that you. Was it. All right, so no more pretend. You can't hide, Lee. You are on that show. The man heard the same show. He ain't scared. <laughs> I ain't scared. I ain't scared of nothing. Uh, but real quick, Lee, what did you eat last night? Because last night, guys, Lee got out of work late, and he was bemoaning the fact that the gas station Burger King shut down. <laughs> and he couldn't. And man, what kind of Burger King shuts down you, at 10 o'clock? You're killing me right now, man. <laughs> I told him that. like, you're training. Uh, hold on. Hold on. You I get a power a... bar and call it a day. What's oh. wrong with you? I, suggested, I suggested a carrot. <laughs> Kevin yeah. did suggest he have a carrot. I suggested I eat a carrot at 1030 at night. Like, the hardest thing to get at 1030 at night. Yeah, you would have worked hard for that. You would have trained hard to get that carrot. <laughs> you're supposed to be eating, like, just, like, bread had, with, like, I no sesame seeds on it or something I like that. I told him. I said, I told him uh, sunflower seeds are surprisingly filling. But he didn't. He, he was like, no comment. He, he, he was mad. <laughs> no. So what did you eat? I had quinoa, asparagus, avocado salad. You're kidding. No, of yeah. course he's kidding. If he can't get a carrot, you think he's getting quinoa? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Or, or it might have been two tacos from Jack in the Box. <laughs> yeah, I'm counting my money right now. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Uh, let me ask uh, Josh, Josh what, what did you eat uh, last night? Uh, last night, I actually think I made pizza. Okay. No, that was two nights ago. That's right. What the hell did I eat last night? Chicken breast. Quinoa. And... <laughs> oh, no, I had, a, uh, I had a Reuben with a side salad, and that's what it was. There you go. That's, more, that's a sensible cabbage. Everybody's on. eating quinoa. And it wasn't at 1030 at night, was it? 
No, it was not. I think it was around 7.30. <laughs> okay, so so Josh, can you give us a brief history of your uh, running experience? I can give you a very brief history of my running experience. <laughs> Just uh, highlight, yeah. Four month, about four months ago, my wife had this crazy idea that we would train for a half marathon. I was absolutely not a runner at that point. I didn't even like to walk. So, um, <laughs> uh, fortunately, uh, Run Disney actually has this really, really awesome training program. Uh, a guy named Jeff Galloway set it up. Basically, the intention is to get you off your butt and finish a half marathon. Um, so we started that. We actually did the 10K one first, ran a 10K back in the uh, middle of June, finished that, and now we're working up toward the half marathon. So mm-hmm. um, it's been about four months. So. I'm not the epic runner you were hoping for, Danny, but I'm I'm working my <laughs> off. <laughs> no, that's no, that's no. cool though. Just the you know, quite literally working my <laughs> ass off. No, you're every bit the runner I need. You're you're not you're not the runner this city deserves, but you're the wait wait. What how's it go? What, I was gonna. I was trying to it the city deserves, but you what it needs. Yeah, is, is that what you, whatever it is. Here's what I like to do. I I, I wanna. Let's get an idea of like the tail of the tape here. All right, what are, what are the measurements here? How much do you weigh, Josh? You said you worked your ass off. How much do you weigh? Uh, one ninety five. One ninety five. Lee, how much do you weigh, sir? One ninety five. Oh, I don't uh, believe that. I do not plus believe 25. that. Plus twenty five. Plus twenty five. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling good about my chances. How tall are you, Lee? Five ten. Five ten. And Josh. Uh, five six, I think. Five six. Short legs, short legs. All right, hmm. I got you on that. Hmm. Short leg. They're short, but they're quick. <laughs> they move. Yeah, fast. that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> so okay, five ten, five six. That's that a pretty significant advantage for Lee, but the extra twenty five pounds goes towards Josh. Man, I'm gonna call that a wash. Now, Lee, your your wife last time she was on the show used a term that. As somebody who's never run before, I don't know it. She said, like, I think she said, what is your mile per something time? What was it? Personal record. That's what you mean? I don't know. Something. She just asked what your mile time was. Just, okay, what's your mile, what is your mile time, Lee? 16. Josh? About 12. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're not running a long race. You, you can, if, you, if, if y'all could see me in the studio right now, I'm making it rain. <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am I feeling good. I get 14 on a good day. Kevin, do you, do you want a piece of this? Well, here's, the, here's the thing with that, though. If, if we're just doing a quick dash, the mile time isn't really going to matter. No, you're right. But, I mean, it just makes me feel good. It makes me feel more confident for All picking right, you. Right. Now, I'm six foot two. Okay, Eli's six foot two. We got, yeah. we got long strides, but you could probably beat us because neither one of us has ran. And I haven't ran in, like, ooh. When did Two, three years. So y'all could both probably beat us. I, I, I would I would not put money on myself or oh. Eli. No, I wouldn't put money on me either. Definitely well, not a, Kevin. Definitely not Kevin. That's right. Like if the three of us ran a race? Against like a, rela- a relay race versus one person? <laughs> let's, see how, let's see how drunk we get. Hold on, hold on. This might be an idea. We might have a relay race. I knew y'all were going to do this. No. <laughs> relay race versus Lee no, and Josh. Y'all, y'all got to talk about your own race. That's the first thing. You got to yeah. talk about your own race. We no, get for, that's right. We'll race... We'll race to Mission Space, and then you guys got to race back. The so. Margarita Marathon? How about that? We could do so that. So, wait, well, I, I, like, I run for jo- – like, Eli and I run against each other? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't want that. Man, look. We'll, we'll meet you back in like an hour. Meet no. back in an hour? <laughs> what, y'all going on a vacation? <laughs> what, you going to just like take off running and then like get halfway to slap eyes? Like, all right, look, y'all just go all the way down and come back and then like uh, sip oh, we're gonna mojitos. We're going to be on Mission Space. 
See, you're not talking to Lee right now. You're talking to Lee's fear. This is his fear stepping in and saying, "No, I spot a way out." <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't. I do not want to believe this. I do not want to believe what I'm hearing right now. Mm-hmm. I do not accept what I'm hearing because, I mean, are you are you telling me that I need to run the race for you? Because I hope that's not. I've been talking to this man about you for the past. Three months. I told you he ain't lightning. He's a firefly. I am. (laughs) (laughs) And Josh, man, Josh is going to squish that bug under the boot of a beast. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to tear through mission space on his way to glory. Let me lap my butt. (laughs) I'm going to still hold tight. And I'm going to say Lee just tried to just sucker y'all in. But I don't see the rules. I do not see the ruse, okay? You know why you go to mission space? Because Lee going to suck all the gravity out that race, put you all in another place. You know, uh, I'm writing down me and Josh's mission plan right here. Oh, no. And here, here it goes. It, it, it's it, like that? It, it's like this. Oh. It, it, look, it, looks, it looks something like that. You guys, this guy's putting up a money symbol. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's victory, right? right. So for Danny's doodle this week, it's going to be a money symbol. Yeah. A money pad. symbol. Yes, it's that, a money symbol on his pad. That's what's going to happen. All right, look. Let, let's step away from the race, though, for a little bit. Actually, I do have one question for oh, Josh. Oh, go, go right ahead. Hey, Josh, oh, um, you said you are ready. Racing for a charity? Yes. Hey, you want to yeah, go ahead yeah. and talk about that charity? That is who you're racing for and everything? What you're raising money for? Yeah, we're uh, we're raising money for a uh, it's a Boston-based charity called Pitching In for Kids. Um, and uh, gosh, you'll probably have to forgive me. My wife could probably speak better to it, but uh, uh, basically, it's an organization uh, throughout all of New England that uh, they support. Um, it just it, kids children's programs, basically uh, for sick kids. Um, underprivileged kids, social programs, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so we, we signed up with them to uh, to hopefully raise as much money as we can for them. I think so far we've raised like $1,500 for them. So Okay, so, so it's like a team uh, of y'all racing for this charity? Yep. Yeah, they, they put together, I don't know how many people are on the team, but uh, uh, Run Disney gave them a certain amount of uh, race bibs, basically, that uh, people could sign up. So yeah, it's it's pitching in for kids. So they do a lot of uh, social programs for underprivileged kids. Um, they've got a hundred people on their team. Oh wow! So okay. uh, we we've got uh, yeah. So we're we're two of one hundred. Um, so far, we've raised I think fifteen hundred dollars for them. Getting closer uh, closer to our goal. Everything goes directly to them. We're we're paying for all of our own flights and accommodations and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's a, it's a great cause uh, okay. and a good reason for us to actually reach a pretty cool goal for ourselves in, in running a half marathon. Okay. If uh, if I'm a week and wanted to sponsor, uh, donate some money and sponsor you, is there, is there a way on the website? I'm trying to look here, but is there a way? Is there something specific they have to to like sponsor you, say for instance, uh, in the race or something? Do you know? Yeah, I can I can send you guys a link to our fundraising page. Yeah, please, um, definitely. I don't think you can get to it from the Pitching In for Kids website. Okay. Um, but we've got our own specific uh, page where we're raising money. Um, so, yeah, I can absolutely send that to you guys. Yeah, please send it to us, and uh, from the weekends, we'll post it. So I was going to say, it'll have a lot more information on uh, on the, the charity and everything as well. So Okay, sounds great. Yeah, we'll post that on our website and everything else. So, on the weekends, if you want to uh, help Josh with this and uh, raise some money, you know, we'll definitely do that, and I'll put the link in, and uh, you can donate there. All right. God, God knows Danny already Appreciate has a that. side for it. Yeah, I'm already right. Look, hey, that, my money's on Josh. And, and I will donate that money to charity. That is a good cause. That, that is a great. That and, is a very good cause. And this, actually, I'm a little concerned because Josh has a big heart. That's what I'm hearing. Josh has a really, really big heart. So, Josh, are you going to be able when the race is over and you cross that finish line, 
Are you going to be able to look Mrs. Lastovica and Lee's two children, three children in the eye and be like, yeah, I beat your husband down. I left him laying back there. That look of shame and disappointment <laughs> when you take his masculinity in front of his family. Are you going to be able to live with yourself when you do that? Absolutely no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's my guy. Wow. wow. I'm sold. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> Is there a response for that, Ely? <laughs> Huh? Is there, do we have a response from the uh, Las Tavica camp? Yeah, Las Tavica is going to nicely ask for his manhood back. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, come on, what I you got, Lee? To say. I don't even know what to say. He <laughs> <laughs> is speechless. No, I was just, just going to let you guys know that my wife came back in the room, so if you do want to talk to her for a couple of minutes, um, she'll be around too. So. Yes, actually, okay, why don't we do that real quick if she's only going to be there for a couple of minutes? That works, I'll, uh, I'll grab her for you guys. Now, Lee, do you want to get your wife on the line? She might defend you better. <laughs> My wife is not going to participate. <laughs> man, come on. You, you really, you, you alone that bad? Like, come on. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hey, Rachel. My name's Danny. How's Hello? it going? Hi, Danny. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Just talking to you. You know, I think you're married to a certified hero. I really do. This man is, 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 is like, I was sold on him just hearing his passion, reading his emails. I, I was sold on him, but now hearing it in his voice, I've got no question. My money's on the right man. And, you know, to know that he's doing all this for charity, like Lee's going up there for food and wine. Lee's going up there to eat and drink. He's going up there for a great cause for charity. Uh, I love this. So my, I feel, I feel uh, validated for backing <laughs> <laughs> a winner. So tell us a little bit. What, what do you think about this race? Were you surprised to hear about this? Um, I mean, well, I think he's he's discussed it. We, prior to this, are not athletes of any kind. So the fact that he was, like, jumping in to do this race was a little bit of a surprise. But um, we've been we've been training really hard and sort of turning over a new leaf. So I think it's pretty cool. Now, you should know he credited you with being his inspiration. You're his Adrian. He was telling us, <laughs> yeah. you got him out and running. Yeah. He I didn't. sort of, I sort of forced him into the the half marathon. This this race is all him, but you know, like Mrs. Lastovica has been trying to keep Lee out of the In and Out Burger for the longest time, <laughs> and has <it's> just <laughs> not been able to quite put it together. So I mean, just the fact that you've been able to get through the job, Lee, are you paying attention? Lee is on the line. Do you have a message for Lee? Oh, uh, hi. It's fun listening to you on the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. If I don't, if I don't pick it up, I might not be on the podcast anymore. So I got <laughs> yes, yeah. a feeling they're about to kick me out if I don't win this race. No, yeah, man, you, no, no, no. Yes, yes. yes. You're you killing me right now. Just no, don't. his job, Lee, your job is not in jeopardy. Yes, it is. Granted, Josh will be more of a man than you are, but your job will be safe. You do, <laughs> you do realize he just said on this podcast about this man taking your manhood in front of your family, right? And you say nothing. That, that's grounds for dismissal, son. <laughs> I think I... And he did eat those two tacos late last night. I, yeah, you're <laughs> killing me, man. You're supposed to just eat, like, hummus and bread or something. You're not supposed to just... be at the, Come on, Lee. Tell him something, man. Come on. So now, Rachel, you run, you're going to be running as well, right? Yeah. Would you yep. like to beat Lee, too? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run a half marathon. I don't know about this sprint thing. Oh, you both run in the marathon. Yeah, they both run in the oh, marathon for the chart. That's it's nice. awesome, isn't that's it? That's nice. That's very nice. It was my 29th birthday, and I was sort of thinking about, like, what do I want to do in the next year to kind of accomplish before 
I turned 30 and, and I asked Josh if he wanted to do a half marathon and he was sort of like, no. But then mm-hmm. with a little bit of pushing, he was like, actually, that sounds like a great idea. So um, so we we're pretty pumped to do it and we're pretty pumped to do it for charity. And um, and this is just a really cool like side benefit because we've been fans of the podcast and um, this is really neat that we're getting to connect this way too. Oh, and I was about to say, and by the way, can I, I just want to personally, this is Kevin, by the way. Hi. Hey, I just want to personally thank you for that awesome speak pipe message that you sent one day. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, it it was. That was very touching. It definitely brightened our day after uh, our long recording session. Because actually we did that after we recorded a lot of the main show stuff. And it's like, oh, we got a speak pipe. And we played it, and it was just like, man, we got smiles on our face. It was pretty awesome. So I just definitely want to personally thank cool. you for that. Yeah, I liked your, um, I think it was on the same episode, but you guys were sort of like talking about how you were listening to the podcast and wondering where the bass was. I thought that was really funny, but I think it's true. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we're all about that bass. All about that bass. No trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that actually worked in harmony a little bit. So, okay, who's more the Disney fan, you or your husband? I don't know. I mean, we're both like 90s kids and I feel like it was impossible to be young in that time and not like love Disney. So right, we're both yeah. we're both pretty big fans. And um, we're just starting to figure out that there's, you know, a lot of stuff for adults in those parks, too. And so mm-hmm. we're sort of looking forward to November as a time to to enjoy the parks just as adults, too. It'll be kind of fun. So I don't know. I mean, we're both pretty big fans. I do more of the planning. He does more of the like dreaming (laughs) so so the the daughter's not coming down in november so y'all be uh not in november no oh so you get to know i'm a school teacher so Ah. i can't get a ton of time off and so we didn't want we're only going to be down there for a short time what do you teach i'm a social studies teacher i teach history and economics nice Nice. what grade level high school high school okay Kevin is also. We were, I was telling that your 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 uh, husband and Kevin sound like they almost separated at birth because Kevin uh, also dates a, a teacher mm-hmm. and was in band. Married. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm he got married. married her too. He yeah, married her too. He, he married an honest uh, woman. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Josh and I actually met in band. That was. Oh really? Oh. Wow. So, so what did you play? Yeah, what yeah. High school were you? band. Yeah, I was a drum a major. Camp? You were a drum major. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kevin is my a- wife was a drum major. There you go. Bad. Are you on board yet, sir? What Bad. else do I have to I already, do? I already made my decision. It's I was fine. saying, she's, she's, she's solid. I, yeah. I mean, I was already sold before she got on. So yeah. it's even right. more so. Are you ready to announce the Kevin I'll pick? I'll announce my, uh, my pick. You ready? Yes. And I'm going to do it only the way they would understand. You ready? Yes. This is my pick for the race. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there drum majors That's unite. That's it. That's it. There's the groove. There's the beat. That is my winner right there, Mr. Robert himself. <laughs> See that, Lee? Your job is in jeopardy. <laughs> Lee, Lee, you're losing Eli now. <laughs> just FYI, you need you that, need to get. I'm trying to put the fire. Just remember under. that when y'all want y'all's dining booked and y'all want y'all's rooms booked. <laughs> there's nothing. Sorry, we there's can't. nothing available. Everything's sold out. Man, you killing it, man. We, we talking we, about the race, man. There's nothing to go and see. They, if, come on, you gotta. We do not negotiate with terrorists, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Rachel, uh, okay, I wanted to ask you. All right, so the first time y'all went, he said y'all had a horrible trip because y'all didn't plan out, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just a quick one one day. It was just a one-day trip? And that's when you took it upon yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah. My uncle has a timeshare in Daytona, mm-hmm. and so we just came, we just drove over for one day. And was, was the kid with y'all when y'all went that day, or was that just the two of you? No, that was actually before she was born. Okay, how old is she? 
She's three. So is she into princesses or? Um... Yeah, yeah, she is. I mean, but she's into everything. You know, like she today we're at a, a hotel up north near where we live, and mm-hmm. today she was like, "I need cars." So you know, she loves cars. <laughs> she loves all of the movies. So have you all taken her down there yet? Yeah, yeah, we went in February. Oh, okay, that was pretty recent. How many times this year are y'all going exactly? So it's. I know, seriously, uh, this year is pretty heavy. Actually, well, what ended up happening was we realized we were going to go down for February, and. Um, like the wine and dine and, and whatnot, we started to think about, like, it actually might be cheaper to just get annual passes because the way, like, when you buy the tickets, they expire in 14 days, so you have to buy two sets. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it, we did the math, and it was going to be pretty comparable to just buy annual passes, so we figured <laughs> if we're going to buy annual passes, we might as well get our money's worth. So, so yeah, we're going down a couple times this year. So, Rachel, okay, so y'all, clearly y'all are big-time Disney fans. Have y'all ever been to Disneyland? Um, yes, actually. My sister lives out in LA. Um, she just moved there a couple of years ago and we went to go visit her last April. So like two Aprils ago when our daughter was two and we did one day at Disneyland while we were out visiting my sister. And that was what like really sealed the deal that we were ready to, to check out Disney World just as a family vacation because our daughter had such a great time at Disneyland that mm-hmm. one day we went um, it was like right at the beginning of the Frozen craze. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, Frozen was really at that point the only movie that our daughter had seen. And she loved Anna. And so I said to, to Josh, I said, you know what? This is the only character she really recognizes right now. Mm-hmm. We got to meet Anna and Elsa. And if you know, Dis- at Disneyland, there's no fast passes for Anna and Elsa. Or at least there wasn't at the time we went. And so we cut in this two-hour line <laughs> with our two-year-olds. <laughs> we did, it was like the craziest thing I've ever done. But we have just the most amazing pictures of her face when she saw those princesses. Like, Aww, they are just real yeah. to her. And it was so awesome. So it was like worth the two-hour line. But that, we actually spent most of our day waiting for Anna and Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, real quick now, are we, not, are we inconveniencing your vacation in any way with this race? Oh, no. Okay. You're no, gonna, it'll be fun. You're going to be there? Yes. Okay. Cause it, oh, wow. Kevin, I mean, we're waiting for our travel agent to come through with the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as we get the numbers, we're going to be there for this if, if, if Kevin can swing oh, very it. Very cool. Okay. So we're going to try and wrap this up pretty quick. I'm sorry we've taken so much of y'all's time. We appreciate oh, you coming. Okay. okay. So what are y'all doing in this vacation, by the way? What are y'all, what, what are y'all going to do? Yeah. Well, it's about an. Well, it's like an hour and a half from our house. We're actually really lucky in New Hampshire to have some pretty cool theme parks for kids. Mm-hmm. And so we have a theme park near us called Storyland. And nice. our daughter loves that park. And so we're staying up near Storyland. And about an hour further north, there's a park called Santa's Village, which is really beautiful. I've heard um, about it. And it's got rides and Santa and it's great. So we're we're going to do that this weekend and Kind of just enjoy the the mountains. Man, that's awesome. That's that's great to hear. Well, thank you. Any any last minute message for Lee? Last minute message for Lee. Well, I mean, train hard, man, <laughs> and keep up the spirit. <laughs> I'm training. I'm training. I'm I'm She's car loading. I'm uh, <laughs> chasing rattlesnakes. Stay the course. Yes. Making the wind chimes go. That's a, mm-hmm. I, stay the course. Is impressive. Empowering storms. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, good. Hopefully, we will see you there. We think cool. more likely than not we will. Yeah. So, uh, That would yeah. be great. It would be great to uh, toast with you guys at Food & Wine. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
the winner's table will be all right here. Let me just tell you that. I mean, Eli and, and, <laughs> and Lee will be off in a corner somewhere and uh, bemoaning their bad fortune. But we, you, me, Kevin, Josh, we will be happy. <laughs> I, I love your confidence. I just really hate to see what happens when Lee breaks it. What, a leg or a, <laughs> a churro? <laughs> the wind? Breaks the wind. I'll say this. Well, um, we we haven't ever had the Krona at Disney, and we've uh, heard from people that the Krona uh, is very uh, very good. Anyway, so we uh, are abstaining from any Krona like things until we finish the half uh, marathon. So Krona's on us after the half I, marathon. Uh, I will take you up awesome. on that. Absolutely, uh, that's hey, very awesome. Yeah, my last trip awesome. report. That's all I could talk about was a Krona, man. Oh yeah. my god, the Krona is incredible. Yeah, we keep hearing about it, <laughs> yes. but we're we're deciding that that's going to be the big treat after the marathon. So. Absolutely. And look, hey, well, and thank and thank you again for spending a small part of y'all's vacation with us. Yes. yes. Thank you for being listening. And thank you. Yeah, yeah, it'll thank be fun. You. Thank you, Rachel. So can we can we have Josh one last time, real quick? Yep. Yep. I'll put him back. Thanks. Right, okay. Thanks. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Hey guys. Hey, hey Josh. Josh. How's it going, man? Real quick, man, but your wife was wonderful. She spoke very well of you on this. We wanted to have you back on for the last couple of words before we wrap things up because, you know, obviously uh, we've taken a lot of y'all's vacation. We didn't realize y'all were on vacation at the time. So, uh, I, I'm well, this was actually last minute. So, oh. uh, <laughs> I think it was like yesterday or the day before we were like, hey, what the hell? Let's just go spend the weekend up north. I like so. that. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, because, I mean, look, I understand that, you know, when, when you're going about, you know, enjoying yourself on vacation, you want to go ahead and take some time to uh, take some time off from training and everything like that. So enjoy yourself. You know, just make sure you, you, you keep up the routine a bit. That's all I'm asking. You know, like, I, I know I that I've you. Got, I think I've got six miles on the calendar for Sunday, Danny. Oh. So don't worry. Because <laughs> while you were off the phone, Kevin officially made his pick and he picked you. I don't know if you're right. Yes. So Kevin has officially gone in. He's yes. all in on Wreck It Josh. I mean, as far as, as, as we're concerned, this isn't the question isn't <laughs> whether or not Josh will win. The question is how much will Josh win by? <laughs> Lee, give us the answer to that. A hair. Maybe. <laughs> a hair. You say the hair, man. You're killing me, right? <laughs> Your manager's sweating bullets right now. You're killing me, man. You're killing me. He's sweating bullets. I think, I think Eli was hoping for he won't. <laughs> Lee was trying to get, the, while you were off the phone, Lee was trying to get the race moved to Sunday when you were nice and sore and worn out. <laughs> By the way, just Oh, FYI. dude, I'm not going to be able to walk on Sunday. That's, that's my a, point. That's a serious day. That, the series, that's a very serious day for you guys. That's a, <laughs> hey, wow. Are you going to be in the parks at all on Sunday? Very serious day. Oh, yeah. Sunday, we are, we're going to we'll probably sleep in um, as late as we can. Uh, okay. And then we're planning on spending Sunday totally indulging in the food and wine uh, festival, go. enjoying the hell out of that. And yeah. then we've got reservations, I think, at 830 at the California Grill. So Nice. Oh, that's we're, where. We're making Sunday. We're making Sunday a pretty good day. Have you ever been there before? I haven't. Um, I've seen pictures of the food. Uh, the sushi rolls look incredible there, yeah. so that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, and I think we're going to try to catch the, uh, the – I think that's the first night of the Christmas fireworks. So Nice. Um, or it, it's right around the beginning of it, so we're going to try to catch that from the restaurant too. You, you're going to have a nice romantic trip, especially when it's just the two of you, no kids. But I will say this, Sunday after the race is over, if we're able at any point in time to meet up, 
because uh, I don't want to. I don't want to fill you through full of alcohol before the race, but after the race, if you're willing to drink, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a drink. I'll buy yep. you and your wife a drink. All right. If you guys, if you guys make the trip, you need to look into those uh, after party tickets. Uh, we'll, we'll be hanging out after the race as late as we can, uh, just to kind of reward ourselves. Um, but, uh, yeah, they keep Epcot open until four in the morning. Oh, wow. So they have some of the, some of the, some of the rides are going, I think it's like the big ones like test track soaring. They'll have those going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the wine booths are going to be open. So, oh, wow. Okay. Should be cool. <laughs> We're waiting for some last minute information to come in before we make it official. We're going to. Do our best to be there. Yep. I mean, it is definitely on our agenda of things to do. But, I mean, are, are you going to – would you also – I mean, look, I understand that you're going to – you know, what you call it, you're willing to go ahead and <clears throat> click that link and we can send you the money and you can purchase tickets for me, um, Kevin, and Eli. But would you also please purchase tickets for, for Lee? Would you? Absolutely. Oh, there you go. Lee. Oh, that's hero. <laughs> Actually, I, I, think, I think if I just send you guys a link, you can go and, like, and, and when you decide that you're going to go, you can um, go ahead and, and pick them up on your own. Um, so you don't need to wait on me. But, uh, yeah, I'll send it along to you guys. And that way, if, if you can make it and you want to go for the tickets, awesome. Um, we'll definitely be there. And so if you guys can show up, uh, it'd be great to hang for a while. We'll, we'll forward it to our travel agent. Yeah. Excellent. Right. And Lee, you can send it to all your clients and be like, hey, I got you a secret inside scoop on how to get to the after party. Sweet. <laughs> Book with me. There you go. Look at how magnanimous he is, man. I love this, this dude. This is awesome. This is great. Yeah. I, I look, I, I'm going to feel really bad beating your ass. <laughs> oh, what I'm talking about. Finally, we got there some. You there go. you go. There you go. He waits until we're about ready to hang up. It took him two hours to finally come out with that. Thank <laughs> you. Well, you know, that's 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 how Lee rolls, though. He, that's how, that's he, how he stays the turtle rolls. Right I'm going to come through with yeah, the win. There you go. Just like the turtle. In you it. don't see it coming, but bam. There it is. Yep. Very good, man. <laughs> yeah. Y- y- y'all are, at this point in time, y'all are arguing over a meal that we've all left. <laughs> Everyone else has moved on. I hear you. you. just, you know, but we still showed up to eat. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, thank you so much for taking a vacation to talk to us. Really appreciate yeah. it, man. We hope to have you on again. Hopefully, uh, like, again, if we make it up there, we'd like to have a little show where we kind of recap this. Okay. Would you be good with that? Absolutely. Sounds Sounds great. Yeah, just uh, let me know. Um, I'd love to come on and chat with you guys again. So, awesome. Um, it's been a blast. Glad to uh, <laughs> glad to come and uh, and hang out for a while. Cool, cool, man. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, thanks a lot, man. Thank you once again, Josh Bear, and we'll post that link to his charity. Uh, up on those show notes as well as on our front page of our website. So that way, if you want to help out, uh, take part in this. Uh, uh, race thing, um, then we'll, you'll be able to. All right. And, and Mo Weekends out there, your money is safe in three things. Stocks, bonds, and Josh. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy your vacation, man. Right. Yeah. Take it easy, guys. Bye, Josh. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right, guys. Uh, this is the end of our show, man. And uh, that was a lot of fun to put all that stuff together. Uh, but anyway, just uh, want to direct you to a particular website, www.magicroa.com. That way you can find everything related to the Magic Roa podcast. So RSS feeds, all our social media links where you can find us, um, and our ways to contact us to be part of the show. Uh, you can email us, like I said before, magicroa at gmail.com. You can also uh, speak pipe us. There's a little widget on our page. 
You can speak pipe us, and you can click that little button, record a little message on your computer, click the button again, and it sends it right to us. Very easy, easy, easy. And last but not least, you can call us on our toll-free number, and it is a toll-free number. You know, 844 is a toll-free number. And that number is 1-844-HARAMBE. That's 1-844-HARAMBE. 481-8689. And we'll post that in the show notes as well as on our website, so you can give us a call. And you can use that to call from any phone device, whether it be mobile or landlocked, however you want to do it. So anyway, uh, many different ways. And look, you can support the show by uh, going to the website and clicking on the Amazon link if you do your shopping on Amazon. Or if you want to represent the show and support us, man, you could buy some t-shirts. And if you do buy some t-shirts, just want something, a little promotion you want to uh, kind of keep in the back pocket. If you buy a t-shirt from us, just to let you know, we are partners with Spreadshirt. That's who, who does all our t-shirts at the moment. And they're doing a promotion from August 6th through August 11th, 2015. You can save 15% off your entire order. And you use the coupon code SAVENOW. So that's S-A-V-E now, all one word. So that's 15% off your order. So if you want to buy some t-shirts, man, that's a nice little back-to-school promotion that they're running. Again, that's from August 6th through August 11th. So definitely do that and sport your Magic Our Way merchandise in the parks. All right, also, I always, always want to give some time to promote our two guys that we have on our show on a regular basis. We have Mr. Eli that runs IvoryComics.com. Uh, Eli, you want to tell them where they can find you and what you got going on? Oh, yeah, thanks again. Uh, again, uh, Project Geisha graphic novel is out, uh, collecting issues one and two. So you read it, you get a full read in there, 60 pages plus, um, includes some content uh on the strip with uh another member we have on the show here you know mr danny so you're not just supporting one of us you're supporting two of us uh labor of love if you will you know uh you can find uh you can find me on www.ivorycomics.com uh you can look me up eli ivory on facebook uh if you choose to see um the issues of the book online on your Kindle or something like that, um, you can go to www.peepgamecomics.com. Yeah, and just keep in mind, when you do that digital download, you do not get the extra stuff that you get with the hard copy of it. That's correct. I, I would I, you, I would support getting the printed copy, but I know this is a digital age that we live in, and, yeah. uh, you know... So it's all it's all good. Um, I actually shipped two issues of the book to Brazil. Wow! Yeah, that's a lesson learned right there. Yep. Um, so I hope <laughs> I hope Brazil enjoys it. You know, get more of your you know more folks in there to read it. Abigado, right? Abigado, yeah, that's yeah, right. that's right. I'm all about that international line crossing. They'll be chanting your names in the parks. That <laughs> would be awesome. I'm with that. <laughs> yes yes um so yeah you can find me there and uh and again uh you guys are completely and totally encouraged to you know uh go on the magic our site uh facebook and say hey look you know i was i just want to get all my good stuff off of this site and uh these guys will let me know and um Again, I'll totally send it out to you. So, yeah, please support the work. Awesome. Um, and also, if you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or anywhere actually in the world, doesn't have to be a Disney park or anything there like that, 
Um, you want a book with a travel agent that's earmarked. And uh, earmarked is a little special designation that Disney gives to these travel agents that they work closely with and they trust and they know they're going to give good, reputable service. And Lee happens to work for one of them. That's uh, Magical Moments Vacations. Lee, why don't you tell them if they want to book a vacation with a trusted uh, travel agent person, uh, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, just email me at lee at magicrway.com. That's the easiest way to reach me. You can also call me at 832-570-5490. Uh, visit my Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A. And as long as I've got the floor, please also visit the Girl Power to Cure organization at www.girlpower2cure.org. Uh, part of all my bookings uh, go to the organization who helps find a cure for Rett syndrome. Yeah, so that, that, you know when you do that, you get a great vacation because you deal with somebody that knows what they're doing, and you also support a worthy cause, man. So we'll have that those links and that information if you want to book a vacation. It's also in his bio, so you can check out his uh, our website and find the bios of the guys on the show, and they'll have that information there as for you. Uh, also, too, guys, lastly, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the show and uh, being part of the show by interacting and everything else. We know you have a bevy of uh, Disney podcasts to choose from. We're glad we're one of your weekly listens. Uh, so definitely, you know, thank you very much. And if there's one thing we can ask you to do is leave a rating or review in iTunes or whatever platform you happen to download the show, whether it be Stitcher or Blueberry or whatever else. Um, but yeah, just leave a little rating of you. It lets everybody else know that, hey, this is a quality show. It's not a waste of your time. This is actually definitely worth it. And we are open to any and all opinions. We do not turn them away. Uh, if you listen to enough shows, you'll know that. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you very much again for listening. Uh, we're going to put a plug in here. We'll join you back next week. So with that being the case, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. Magic out.